BBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Good Evening. Did you have a nice weekend? What was that all about? All the emails are rubbish, so I'm not going to read any out. What's happened to these headphones? For goodness sakes, hang on a second. Sorry, Helen, I'm not saying hello to you. That's almost better. Uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, It doesn't matter. It's only radio. Right, OK, yeah. Uh, yes, I'm back. Thanks, Nick Abbott, for filling in. I say thanks. He got paid for it. He didn't do it as a freebie. Didn't do it as a freebie. I had to. It was very good. I'm a big fan of Nick Abbott. If you liked that, uh, you should listen on uh, Saturday evenings uh, 10 to 1. And he's filling in for me next week when I'm off as well, so... Um, I assume it's him. He's, uh, the best. There is. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, you know what happens. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, can I have an Eatly Specialist nickname, please? Give a what? An Eatly Specialist nickname, please. Are you, an, oh, you want a specialist nickname? Yes, please. Uh, how about Duckface? Duckface. Okay, can I have a backup one? You cannot have a backup nickname. You have the nickname you're given, and that's hey, it. Stop. I'm uh, on the radio. Yeah, shut up. You're not on the radio anymore. Uh, yes, Line 8, you're on the radio. Very happy birthday to the old baby, which is 100 years old today. Happy birthday. The old baby, did he say? Or, or the old Bailey? God, imagine a baby being like... Sorry, I was sorting everything out. I was reading the newspapers and, um... means I'm not had a chance to sort anything out in here. Ah, oh, dear, I just crushed a nut. Uh, Line 9, you're on the wireless. Eight years old and 14 stone, that's a lot of cake. Yeah, there's a lot of cake. He still lives with his mum, though. Go on, li- oh, go on line seven, give it to us. I'm having trouble, trouble listening to LBC at 7.3 because Boy CFM is playing in my area. Mm. Dragon meat sausage. Oh, dear, the dragon meat sausage man is not a happy bunny because of Boy CFM. We called Boy CFM once in Pirate Radio Station. Don't get involved with them, dangerous. Probably involved in all kinds of illegal activities, including illegally broadcasting radio. That's one illegal activity that you know, we don't need to state anymore. Yes, line four. I want to play some music on my harpsichord. Could that be the new globules? We'll find out. Line seven, you're on the wireless. I'm watching, I'm listening to you on Sky, and you're, you're on two channels at the same time. How do you do it, Marlon Dingle? Why, I ought to come round there and shove your sky right up your backside. Uh, yes, line ten. Hello, Ian. One of the th- one of these is pre-recorded. It's it's this. I, I do Emmerdale live. Yes. I just wanted to sing you a little song. Okay. Oh, the ducks are swimming on the water. Fall da all da all day. Fall da all da all day. Ooh, is that is that orange jelly? I think. If I uh, know my slightly unsuccessful, uh, yes, yes, line ten. Hello, is Nick Abbott there, please? No, he's not. Is that Derek? Hello, is Nick Abbott there? Please? Yeah, no, it's Ian Lee. Oh, ah, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, okay. You... I'm gonna have to go now. Yes, I'm suspicious of that, Derek. Yes, I believe that to be the case. I suspect that Derek will call in again later on. I sus- uh, yes, I've, I've heard rumours about this, so thank you for pointing that out. Uh, six, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? 
Hello? Yes? Uh, Peterman! Do you want to buy any DVD? Uh, I'm fine, actually. Unless you can get the whole series of Heroes. That'll be kind of good. Are there any good films? Oh, I want to see... Yeah, Hot Fuzz. Have you got Hot Fuzz? How much? Six quid. I'll give you four quid for it. Three for twelve. Good lad. No, it's illegal. Yes, line seven. You will put your hands... Where? Oh, good blimey. 0870-9090-973. The first 30 minutes of this show, good evening. Uh, we like to take your calls straight to air. Uh, and pretty much anything goes, don't swear, don't be libelous, all that nonsense. Line 8, you're on the wireless. Recognition for Northern Cyprus. Reed. Reed. Protection is offered. Hello? I want to speak Ian. Hello? Ian. Anybody speaking English there? I want to speak Ian. No English. Ian, where, where are you, man? You back from your uh, dirty weekend? Is police protection required? Obstacle! 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 
Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. Calls going straight to air. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Today I went to Bex to buy some luggage so I can go to the Bald Cup. Excellent stuff. Sounds like a fun day. Uh, yes, line four, you're on the wireless. Ian, your picture on the LBC website. Yes. Have you uh, considered being James Bond in that nice black setting you've got there? Oh, is that the one with the, the dummies around me? That's the one. Yeah, have, you look like James Bond. Have you, a lot of people ask what uh, my producer, Agent Chris, looks like. He's in that picture. Well, he is the dummy. He is actually in that picture. Oh, I thought he was the dummy. He Well, but he's always the dummy, to quote Peter Talk from the film Head. But yes, line one, you're the last uh, call straight to air before the travel. Standard, hear me standard, classified news. Today, from today, it's £60 fine mm. and three points on your licence for using your phone while driving. So don't do it. If you have to, go and free. And be careful out there. More news tomorrow. Thank you for that, Standard Man. Okay, Ed, speak to you soon. Good lad. Clear. The Met Police are currently looking for more than 4,000 suspects who've jumped bail in the last two years, including 500 serious and violent offenders. The figures have been obtained by a group called the Taxpayers' Alliance through the Freedom of Information Act. The Tories say it's a result of too few prisons. We're still waiting for comment from the Met. It's emerged guns can be hired for just £50 a night in London and they're available fairly quickly. Senior police officers have been telling a group of MPs more about our gun culture. Deputy Assistant Commissioner Cressida Dick says many gangs are copying their counterparts in the US. Ken Livingston's cracking down on pollution. He's announced a new campaign at City Hall to cut carbon emissions in London by 60% in the next 20 years. We're being offered cut price insulation and the mayor also wants us to drive smaller, cleaner cars. Dame Helen Mirren's brought her Oscar back to London has been greeted with a standing ovation by passengers on her plane. She spent 20 minutes signing autographs at the baggage hall at Heathrow when she landed earlier. Dame Helen collected the Best Actress Award on Sunday for her performance in The Queen. Sport, and it's been another busy day at the FA. Both Arsenal and Chelsea have been hit with the charge of failing to control their players during the Carling Cup final brawl. At the same time, they rejected both Emmanuel Adebayor and John Obi Mikel's claims of wrongful dismissal, as well as charging Emmanuel Ebui with violent conduct. And Arsene Wenger is less than amused. The whole system, I believe, uh, is not honest. That's my opinion. And when I hear what's coming out today from BFA, for me that's very bad. Remember, there's news to go on the LBC Plus page of our website, lbc.co.uk. London's travel, there are delays from Grosvenor Place from Hyde Park Corner heading towards the Victoria one-way system because of roadworks. And London's weather, as we take in the second warmest winter on record, is right now it's 11 degrees Celsius at Hyde Park. Sunset at 5.34 and showers tonight with the wind increasing, a low of 7 degrees Celsius. Tomorrow, showers through the day, some heavy. Sunrise at 6.49, a top temperature of 11 degrees Celsius again. LBC at 7.03. I'm Alan Joyce in the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre. So those delays in the centre of town are continuing on Grosvenor Place. The roadworks at the Victoria one-way system still causing delays back towards Hyde Park there. East of town in Romford, the A127 looking slow heading out of town because of an accident just by the M25 interchange. And it's also busy around Barking as a bus has broken down on Cambridge Road just by station approach. London buses are reporting quite severe delays in the area there. Lower Addiscombe Road in Croydon looking slow past the roadworks at Cherry Orchard Road. And busy 
around the Hammersmith one-way system because of roadworks on Butterwick, although it's moving fairly well this evening so far, according to London Traffic Control. Check the motorways, the M1 slow away from town, from the M25 up to Junction 9, the A5, because of the roadworks, and the M25 itself slow clockwise from 14 to 17. That's Heathrow round to Rickmansworth. Tubes and trains pretty much running on time, though. Your next update is in 15 minutes. LBC 97.3 Travel with Confused.com. Tired of searching for car insurance online? Confused.com make it simple. This isn't the Ritz. It's a small town calf. I pay all my wages as cash in hand. Yeah, but don't... Shh, hey, don't worry about tax and national insurance. Ask no questions and you'll get no lies. Now there's your wages in cash. I'm best to welcome. And if you don't like it, well, it's tough. Because there's nothing you can do about it. Is there? If your employer is paying cash in hand, they may not be paying your national insurance contributions. This means you may not get a state pension or be entitled to benefits when you need them. Call HM Revenue and Customs on 0800 788 887 and we'll do something about it. You do not need to leave your name and address. How did Crofts get to be the biggest dog show in the world? Take the oldest dog show at the Birmingham's NEC, then add a new fun-packed arena with fast and fun agility and over 20,000 dogs. Save money and buy your tickets in advance. Call the NEC box office on 0870-902-8849. Crofts, 8th to 11th of March. Bigger and better than ever. So, how's the diary looking tomorrow? Even 8.30 with the chairman. He didn't sound happy. <laughs> Staff appraisals, 9 till 3. Then dentist at 4. Your root canal work. Oh, great. If you'd like to escape, British Airways will provide the excuse. Over 300,000 available seats to Marrakesh and Malaga. Fares from London Heathrow to Malaga start from just £45 one way, including tax. Book now at BA.com. Flights operated by GB Airways. Conditions apply. LBC 97.3 Ian Lee's Good Good Evening Did you have a nice weekend? What was that all about? All the emails are rubbish so I'm not going to read any out What's happened to these headphones? For goodness sakes, hang on a second Sorry, I'm not saying hello to you That's almost better. Uh, uh, yeah, that'll do. It doesn't matter. It's only radio. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, yes, I'm back. Thanks, Nick Abbott, for filling in. I say thanks. He got paid for it. He didn't do it as a freebie. Didn't do it as a freebie. I heard it was very good. I'm a big fan of Nick Abbott. If you liked that, uh, you should listen on Saturday evenings at uh, 10 to 1. And he's filling in for me next week when I'm off as well, so, um... I assume it's him. He's, uh, the best. There is. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, you know what happens. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, can I have an Eadley Specialist nickname, please? Give a what? An Eadley Specialist nickname, please. You, an, oh, you want a Specialist nickname? Yes, please. Uh, how about Duckface? Duckface. Okay, can I have a backup one? You cannot have a backup nickname. You have the nickname you're given, and that's hey, it. shut up! I'm uh, on the radio! Yeah, shut up. You're not on the radio anymore. Uh, yes, Line 8, you're on the radio. Very happy birthday to the old baby, which is 100 years old today. Happy birthday. The old baby, did he say? Or, or the old Bailey? God, imagine a baby being like... Sorry, I was sorting everything out. I was reading the newspapers and, um... means I'm not had a chance to sort anything out in here. Ah, oh, dear, I just crushed a 
nut. Uh, line nine, you're on the wireless. Eight years old and 14 stone. That's a lot of cake. Yeah, there's a lot of cake. He still lives with his mum, though. Go on, li- oh, go on line seven. Give it to us. I'm having trouble listening to LBC 7.3 because boy CFM is playing in my area. Mm. Dragon meat sausage. Oh, dear. The dragon meat sausage man is not a happy bunny. Because of Boise FM. We called Boise FM once in Pirate Radio Station. Don't get involved with them. Dangerous. Probably involved in all kinds of illegal activities, including illegally broadcasting radio. That's one illegal activity. That you know, We don't need to stay anymore. Yes, line four. I want to play some music on my harpsichord. Could that be the new globules? We'll find out. Line seven, you're on the wireless. I'm watching, I'm listening to you on Sky, and you're, you're on two channels at the same time. How do you do it, Marlon Dingle? Why, I ought to come round there and shove your Sky right up your backside. Uh, yes, line ten. Hello, Ian. One of the, th- one of these is pre-recorded. It's, it's this. I, I do Emmerdale live. Yes. I just wanted to sing you a little song. Okay. Oh, the ducks are swimming on the water, fall da 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 day fall da 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 day Ooh. Is that, is that orange jelly, I think? If I uh, know my slightly unsuccessful, uh Yes. Yes, line ten. Hello, is Nick Abbott there, please? No, he's not. Is that Derek? Hello, is Nick Abbott there, please? Yeah, no, it's Ian Lee. Oh. Uh. Oh. Uh, uh, um, uh, okay. You... I- I'm gonna have to go now. Yes. I'm suspicious of that Derek. Yes, I believe that to be the case. I suspect that Derek will call in again later on. I sus- uh, yes, I've, I've heard rumours about this, so thank you for pointing that out. Uh, six, you're on the wireless. Hello? 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 Yes? Uh, Peterman! Do you want to buy any DVD? Uh, I'm fine, actually. Unless you can get the whole series of Heroes. That'll be kind of good. Are there any good films? Oh, I want to see... Yeah, Hot Fuzz. Have you got Hot Fuzz? How much? Six quid. I'll give you four quid for it. Three for twelve. Good lad. No, it's illegal. Yes, line seven. You will put your hands... Where? Oh, good blimey. 0870-9090-973. The first 30 minutes of this show... Good evening. Uh, We like to take your calls straight to air. Uh, and pretty much anything goes. Don't swear, don't be libelous, all that nonsense. Line eight, you're on the wireless. Recognition for Northern Cyprus. Eat. Eat. Oh. Ian. Oh. 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 Ian. Ian. What's your real name, Ian? Your name's not Ian Lee. Ian, Ian, Ian. On Saturday, I met Randy. Raise 
three points that have been missed in the debate so far. Uh, Mompalutu, Frachachuchu, and Barry Fox for drive type. I'd like to say that Full Cell is a better album than Forever Changes. We're speaking. Tony? Tony? Is that you, Tony? John, again. Tony Copper? Is that Copper? It's Tony Copper. I cover your ass, Copper. It's Tony. Copper, are you saying? What are you going to meet, Sausage? One police protection. Hello. Hello. Can I have a nickname, please? Copper. Police protection is offered. Hello. I want to speak Ian. Hello. Ian. Anybody speaking English there? I want to speak Ian. No English. And where where are you, man? You back from your uh, dirty weekend? Is police protection required? Obstacle! Obstacle! Seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the phone number. Calls going straight to air. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Today I went to Bex to buy some luggage so I can go to the Bald Cup. Excellent stuff. Sounds like a fun day. Uh, yes, line four, you're on the wireless. Ian, your picture on the LBC website. Yes. Have you uh, considered being James Bond in that nice black setting you've got there? Oh, is that the one with the, the dummies around me? That's the one, yeah. Have, you look like James Bond. Have you, a lot of people ask what uh, my producer, Agent Chris, looks like. He's in that picture. Well, he is the dummy. He is actually in that picture. Oh, I thought he was the dummy. He, well, but he's always the dummy, to quote Peter Talk from the film Head, but yes. Line one, you're the last uh, call straight to air before the travel. Standard, evening standard, classified news. Today... From today, it's £60 fine and three points on your licence for using your phone while driving. So don't do it. If you have to, go hands-free. And be careful out there. More news tomorrow. Thank you for that standard, man. OK, Ed. Speak to you soon. Good lad. Travel news now. Here's Alan Joyce. Thanks, Ian. A2 going coastbound, two lanes closed to turn. And that's causing queues back to Dartford Heath. It's worm of a serious. Oh, good evening. Oh, please, please, me. Oh, 
Like I please you. I don't listen to the early Beatles stuff very often because I don't really like it. All that rock and roll stuff. I kind of listen from um, where would I listen from? For, from Rubber Soul onwards. But do you know what? Maybe I should go and treat myself to the first four Beatles albums on CD. I've not got them. So the first four Beatles albums would be Please Please Me. Um, gosh, this is a test. Hang on a second. Please Please Me. Um, is it Meet the Beatle with the Beatles? Is that is that the second one? Beatles for Sale, which is not a very good album. And then there's a ho- I think A Hard Day's Night might be number four. So get the first five, th- th- then you get you get help next. And uh, I think that's right. If anyone can phone me in and correct me on my uh, Beatles dates, that would be good. 870 And I wish I'd ha- had a chance to chat with that fool who thought that For Sale was better than Forever Changes. Nonsense. Although, I would argue that False Start is better than... Uh, uh, for sale and almost as good as forever changes. A little bit dull, but never mind. Line six, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello there. I've actually got on the wireless. Right, listen, all I want to ask, well, no, to say yes. was. Yes, uh, is, is it a question uh, or a statement? It's a statement. So there's no question mark and no inflection at the end? Um, what I'm real, basically, you're doing exactly what I'm ringing about. Okay, okay. What I'm are you ringing about? Clever all the time, but basically, yes. what I'm ringing is, yes. I'm amazed that. Do you have a show every day of the week? Sorry? Time. Do you have a show every day of the week? I have this time? show, Mondays to Fridays, 7 till okay. 10, and the Sunday night show, 10 till 1 in the evening. And on every one of your shows, do you allow the first half an hour to be taken up with total idiots that have been taken up, taking up radio time whilst I've been sitting here cooking my dinner? Uh, the first 30 minutes of this show, yes. Hey, and guess what? Natasha. What? You think they why I'm one of those idiots? You no. You're smart. No, not at all. No, not at all. Oh, amazing. You hey now listen. Th- I tell you what. You, oh, no, see, what are you, I think no, no. Let me listen. You've asked me, person. Natasha. You've asked me a question. Yes, crack on. Natasha, you've asked me a question. Crack on, my dear. Will you let me answer it? Yes, and please. could you do me the decency, please, of doing what I'm doing to you in yes. and that, and that is listening and being polite and being mature. Could you do that? Yes, I can do this. Well, I, then do it. Yes, because at the moment you're coming yes, across, Natasha. At the moment you're coming across as being very rude and very close-minded. And I'm sure you're not. I'm sure you're very polite and very... You must understand that, because that's part of my phone call, because that's how I find you. Okay. I'm sure you're not. I'm sure you're very intelligent and very polite, but you're not... (laughs) I'm going to finish this sentence. Okay. I'm sure you're not. I'm sure you're very intelligent and polite, but you're not coming across like that. So maybe you want to think about how you are portraying yourself. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Yes, Mondays to Fridays... Uh, seven till no, seven. You didn't answer that. But what? No, I didn't, Natasha. I didn't answer that. No, Natasha. I, no, Natasha. I didn't answer. Th- I didn't. I didn't finish the question. I didn't finish the answer. So when do I get to speak? When when I've answered your question, you stop uh, interrupting like a rude woman. The answer to your question is: Your question was, do you remember, Natasha, what your question no, was? No, I'm really sorry. I'm speaking to the um, DJ on the radio, darling. Okay. Go ahead, sorry. First of all, I'm not a DJ, as I do not jockey discs. I'm a right, uh, presenter. Right, we're getting somewhere now. Do you remember what your question was? I bet you don't, do you? <laughs> yes, I do. Go on, then, what you was it? In, you always fill in the first half an hour of your show right. with the kind of people that I've been listening well, to. remembered. OK, I will, I will finish answering that question well, you for you. I think I'm intelligent, don't you? Because you thought I'd forgotten what I'd asked. I will finish that question for you. God, I wish you'd let me finish something I was going to say. You've, okay. you've, no, you've asked the question, and we'll, we'll, we'll yes, let you get to your... There was something else I also wanted we to We will ask. get You're to... You're taking your... such a long time in answering, no. you won't get to the point. Do you know why I'm taking such a long time in answering? Because you won't get to the point. Because you keep interrupting. I'm going to give you... You like the sound of your own voice. I'm going to give you the answer if you just keep quiet. OK. 
So the question was, do we allow the first half hour of the show? Yes. Mondays to Fridays, 7 till 7.30, yes, the calls... Come on, you've plugged your show long enough. I know what time No, I've not I'll told you. you Natasha, question. is this woman for real? Natasha, yes. I'm telling you what, what parts of the show go straight to it. Yeah, the first half an hour. The first half an hour of the Monday to Friday, and the Sunday night show, get this, the whole three hours is calls straight to air. And do you know what? Yeah. It gets approximately... When we took over the Sunday night slot, it yeah. received, at its peak, about 6,000 listeners per half hour. At its peak. Do you know why? Do you know how many it gets now that we do that show? Go ahead. Sorry, I don't. Nearly 70,000 listeners. So that's almost 11 times the audience it was getting before. But do you know why? Do I know why what? You get so many listeners, obviously, in that period of time when it goes straight to air. Because, uh, people like listening to slightly unpredictable, freakish radio, I guess. Uh, not always. Sometimes people got, listen, because right. obviously you've got the choice, you, I have the choice to turn off my, my um, radio. Correct. But well done, yes. I also think yes. there's a lot of really, really boring, stupid, lonely people out there. Yes. Who just ring up and have nothing important to say and make strange noises. And I'm amazed at, like... Oh, that half an hour of your show is based on that. I know, it's great, isn't and it? And also, I would, uh, now I am on the radio. Yes. It'd be really nice to get my point across once and for all. Well, if, I, I tell you what, I will do you, I will, Natasha, I will do you the decency that you didn't do me, and I will let you speak and I won't interrupt. Away you go. Thank you. I've listened to your show whilst driving, and i found that you've been so rude to people sometimes, and all they're doing is trying to get across their opinion. And you, when, say, for instance, there was once I was, um, you were talking, and you were saying that you knew... She's gone. She's gone. I'm going to call her back, because I'm, I, I wouldn't have thought she wanted to bottle out there. This is fun, isn't it? Maybe she did bottle out there. Maybe she realised that she actually had a moment to speak. Hello? Hello, Natasha. You seem to disappear. I don't know what no, happened. I didn't. I thought you cut me off. I no, I didn't cut you off. I've just, I've just called you back. Right, then. What I was trying to say is... Yes, Natasha. Yes, yeah. could you do, no, Natasha, sorry, sorry, I've called you back. Could you have the decency of either speaking to me or speaking to the person yeah, you're with? I would do. Can you hear what the man's saying? Can I please speak to him? Thank you. Well, you, no, you're doing it, Natasha, it's like speaking to a child. You're doing, no. you're doing the same thing. Either have the conversation no, with me. one of your listeners? Either have the conversation with me. Or That's speak to the or put the I've phone got down. Son who's twelve, who is a little bit of a nuisance. He's now out well, of my way. He's a nuisance, is he? Yes, he is a bloody nuisance sometimes. As all what children a... are. Have you not got children? No, I don't know. Oh uh, well, you'll realise that one day. What an awful, awful mother this woman is. Anyway, carry on, Natasha. Do carry on, even though you're a terrible <laughs> mother. Why am I an awful mother? Your twelve-year-old son is a bloody nuisance. Yes, he's a bloody nuisance sometimes. Oh I'll God, you break please. my heart. You Listen, break my heart. People, please ring up to this gentleman and explain to him how kids are sometimes a bloody nuisance. Natasha, get to your get to your point because you're an awful woman. You're a yeah, bully. This is my you're point. a bully. You're I'm... a bad mother, and you don't understand how radio works. But carry on. Well, no, I, I'm not. Mean, I'm not a radio presenter, so of course I don't. You know don't have to be works. a radio presenter to understand her edicts. Do you have a radio well, in your I'm house? Right. Yes. Then you should have a basic really, understanding really of how what it I'm works. What I'm saying is, I think you're really self-opinionated. Okay. You never yeah. ever yeah. listen to anyone else's point of view. Listening to you better than you're and listening your to me. Your point of view is always. You never say, in my opinion. Yeah. You always say that a certain music is rubbish, and that is it. 100% yeah. rubbish. And yeah. just because you don't like it, yeah. you cannot see uh -huh. 
that other people do. And I just thought I would ring for once and say that, well, now you've been so rude to me by daring to call me a bad mother. Natasha, you know everybody, Natasha. Every man would. Natasha, Natasha, every everybody who is listening, everybody who's listening to this knows that oh, you have been oh, much... My son's a bloody nuisance. Oh, my God, I think I'll go... Does this woman, does this woman um, let anybody speak? I've up to the social services because oh. he's a bloody nuisance right. sometimes while I'm cooking the dinner and I've got a... Natasha, I'm not talking dinner. about that. Natasha, Boy, listen. Right, OK. She can't, she can't listen to anything I'm saying. She doesn't realise the fact now that no-one can hear what she's saying because the fader is down. This woman is the rudest, thickest... No. Idiot, I have ever spoken to... I'm not even speaking to her because she's not, she's not listening. At least when I have an argument with someone, I... Li- look, listen, she's still going. So, therefore, I'm speaking to There we go. At least when I argue with someone, I have the decency to let them breathe and speak. And look, she's still going again, listen. Why are you arguing with me? You're the one who wanted to start saying about being a... Natasha, what? I have what to cut you off because we're going to the adverts. No. I have to cut you off because we're going to the adverts. But you just cut to the lowest. Okay, stay there, we'll speak to you after these. City Maroon. Evening. Uh, Natasha, we have to go to the news. Yes. Uh, would you like to stick around and come back after the news? Can you no, make... no, you're breaking your signals, breaking up. Ed, I think I pretty much got my point across. I'm I don't thinking... think you did, because you did it in such a bad way. I think you could... Don't you? I'd like you to stay on air and come back after okay, the news. Fair enough. Lovely. Okay, well, you let me speak, though, then. Pardon? Good girl. <laughs> BC 97.3. You please. Good evening. Call 0870-9090-973. That's the phone number. Uh, we, I've actually got stuff to talk about this evening, which is a rarity for this show. But before, well, I think probably about uh, 15 minutes ago, uh, Natasha called him to complain about the Triple M section of the show. Now, regular listeners will know uh, it's the 30 minutes of this show and the three hours on the Sunday night where calls go straight to air. Natasha, I don't quite understand why... What upsets you so much about it? No, it isn't just that that upsets me at all. Okay. Basically, as I was starting to say, but as you went to the news or whatever it was... I have to do um, that as a contractual obligation. Of course, of, of course, course. Of course, something has to pay the wages, put the money in, doesn't it? Well, no, that's the adverts. That news yeah, well, I waited for those too, didn't I? Sorry? I did wait for those also, didn't I? Yes. Let's focus on one thing at a time, because you, I know you're going to reel off a yeah, long list. Yeah, we've one, and now I'm getting on to the Well, no, other. no, no, let's, let's, we, we've, the thing is, we, ha- we haven't dealt with the one thing. So we'll, we'll get to the long list in a second. Let's start with the straight-to-air calls, the thir- first 30 minutes. Why does that scare you and make you so uncomfortable? Well, it didn't scare me and make me so uncomfortable. I just amazed me that your producers allow you to get away with having half of your show that way. That's all. Half an hour of the show, that yeah, way. because you just depend on people yes. ringing in, don't you, really, right. and just yes. talking crap. But why is that so bad? <laughs> well, no, it isn't so bad, but it's not exactly excellent radio, is it? What? OK, let's try it a different way, because you're not going to answer the question. What is... I answered you to the best of my ability. It may not be the best of... Yeah, it may not be good enough for you, but... It, was, it wasn't good enough answer. for me. It wasn't good enough for me. Well, nothing much is by the sound of it, is it? Not much is coming out of... Off. Not much is coming out of your mouth, because you're not actually that intelligent, oh, and I'm well, starting to... I'm talking non-stop, so make your mind up here and come on, mate. You are talking non-stop, yes. But but none of it is none of it is of any great worth or import. But I thought you said I wasn't saying anything at all. Not much was coming out of my mouth. Of, of any great worth or import, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So... Well, import is only, uh, six letters. It's not that oh, long. that was quick. Did he use your fingers? Natasha, we can yeah. either have a proper discussion about this, or... Oh, I'm waiting for you to do 
Oh, no, okay. you're not, though. You're doing silly, childish... I'm peeling potatoes and waiting for you to do something. You're doing silly, childish little snipes that your darling That's 12... You That's what you depend on to keep your show on air. Yeah. You're doing silly, childish little snipes. That's okay. That's what you depend on to keep your show on air. Yeah. I'm going to finish this sentence, so please stop interrupting, because you're coming across really badly. Good. You're doing... Ch- oh, so you want to come across badly, do you? Why not? Why, no, why do you want to? Why because do you want to? I think you're such a rude man. Okay. Oh, I think it wouldn't hurt you to have someone be quite as rude to you and just tell you how yeah, they feel. But it isn't false, it's genuinely yeah, how I feel. Yes, I think I had yes, an old lady was on your sad. show one day yeah. and you screamed at her and called her a muppet and she was genuinely, you could hear in her voice, okay. she was genuinely okay. shocked and you did it again and again. Yeah. And I thought that was really bullying. Didn't scream at her. In fact, so much so that I yes. come home and I said to my husband, I thought it was unbelievable. Oh, you actually said that to your husband, did you? I actually did. Wow, that's, that is amazing. Didn't scream at her, would have called her a Muppet, because if she was behaving like a Muppet, or being stupid, or being an idiot, <laughs> then I would... She was a really little quiet old lady, she was shocked as hell. What's that got to do with it? What has her age got to do with it? If, uh, if an old woman phones up and says something stupid, no, I will tell her... Very politely. Why Natasha, listen, her? Natasha, this is only going to work if you let... I've let you finish your sentences. You no, let you me finish let mine. you have let me finish. That's what I'm saying. You haven't let me finish. She was being really, really no. polite to you. You've made this point already. You've made this and point. An old lady phoned up, her. I screamed her and called her a Muppet. You've made that point. Can yeah. I respond to that? Oh, what, do you want to cut over that bit, then? No, I want to... Res- really want to talk about No, that. Natasha, I want to respond to it. Oh, go, go ahead, then. Okay. If I called her stupid or called her a Muppet, it's because she said something that was stupid or was Muppet-like. I would only, uh, say something like that to someone if they deserved it. Now, whether they're old or young or disabled or able-bodied or whatever they are, everyone here gets treated exactly the same. You wouldn't want me to patronise her because she's elderly, would you, and give her a, a soft treatment, would you? No, I just thought it'd be nice if you didn't seem to scare the poor old cow. That's all I'm saying. If she phoned up, I don't know the instant you're talking to, so uh, talking about. So I'm, I'm kind of guessing here. No, it's the way you do your show, and you know yes. that. That's that's meant to be. That's your plug sort of thing. That's yes. how you are. I mean, you. It's interesting, though, isn't it? What is? I don't grease anything. It's interesting, isn't it? That grief. I said scream. It's interesting, isn't it? That during this phone conversation, you've been much, much ruder and much louder and much more childlike than me. Because you get to do it, do your shows all through the week, don't no, you? No, no. And I'm just making no, my one point now. No. I got through and I thought, stop it, I think I'll tell him. Could you? Yeah. You decided to call me a bad mother, because I... This woman's got really issues. That my son was a bloody nuisance. This woman... I'm yeah, I'm going to... Natasha, I'm going to ask you just to stop, just to tone the language down a little bit, because we do have young people what listening. What did I say? Uh, I don't really want to... Pre- just, just, you, you, just the constant build-up of soft swear words is slightly oh, unacceptable. Now, you're trying to say that I'm going to be rude and... OK, Natasha, I'm going to do the list... I'm going to do the list of words that you've said, which are OK uh, in uh, small doses, but you keep saying sod uh, and bloody and crap. I'd really like you to stop using those words okay. so constantly. But it isn't very harsh language, is it? It uh, isn't very harsh... It's for the radio, but it isn't harsh language. Natasha, it isn't very harsh language, but when you but keep using it, and we do have people four, five, six years old listening, it's not very nice. Oh, so, could you stop it? It I... wouldn't have been very nice that day also when you were screaming at the old lady. That might have made them nervous Okey-dokey. too. Okie dokie. Never screamed at an old lady. You did. Okay. You screamed at she was a muppet okay. three times. Do you want to talk to some of the callers, Natasha? Um, I don't really care. I do you, wa- well, do you want to talk to... Do yeah. you... You want to talk? Go on. To- Missy, say hello to Natasha. Hello, Natasha. Hello. What's your name? Sorry, I didn't hear. It's Misty. Hello, Misty. Right, you've just urged callers and children to bring in, right? And I've got two boys. Sorry, hold on one minute. You're cracking up a little bit. I've got to hear this properly. What was that? You have urged callers and children to bring in. Yeah? Have I ever, ever heard children ringing in? Are you dead? 
You have urged oh, callers to ring in with children. Yes. Right? I'm calling in. What is your yeah. problem? Why is your son... Oh, Natasha, uh, Natasha, you, you, uh, why is your Mrs. asking? Why is your son a nuisance? I can hear you properly. I can't hear. Well, maybe it's a bad line. Oh. Well, maybe it's a bad line. It does happen on telephone sometimes. Mrs. asking, why is your son a nuisance? Because I was trying to speak to you on the radio, and you was complaining about me answering my son. And where I'm not a bad mum, I was responding to my son and explaining what I was doing. And in doing that, jokingly, I said to you, "Oh, he's a bloody nuisance." And you've made a huge thing out of it, and now I've got someone called Missy, apparently going to complain at me, and whatever, I don't know. Now, she's just asking you a question, Natasha. Yeah, I, I, noticed, I noticed that you're, you're being incredibly defensive about everything. You're always on the back foot. Why is that? What's wrong? Uh, oh, Ian, what do you want me to tell you my problems? Well, there's something that's wrong with you. There's something that's making you very oh, tense you and very angry and won't let you it means you won't let people finish. Missy's come no, on. I couldn't hear that. Like Missy has come on. You've got you couldn't even hear her. You had no idea what she was going to say and no, instantly I'm sorry I said the word again. I live Natasha, let me finish the I sentence. Mi- listen, I've turned you down. Missy has come on. You couldn't hear her. You didn't know what she was going to say and instantly you were attacking her. Why is that? I see I totally disagree with you. I thought I was I know. Natasha, I would love to, at the end of this, so yeah. Fred has sent me an email, at the end of this, would you mind, and you, you can say no, <laughs> would you mind staying on the line and giving my producer off-air your address, because what I would love to do is I would love to send you a recording of uh, the last half an hour of you speaking, because yeah. I think I you might be quite surprised by it. Okay. I think you might be quite surprised. So. I mean, I do live with me, I am me, so I do but know. I, I, but I don't think you know quite what you sound like. Say hello to Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello, mate. Uh, Natasha, hello, mate. Hello, Mark. Listen, Natasha, this is, this, this dumbfounds me all the time, right? We, Ian's got a core of listeners. We all enjoy what he says. We all have a laugh. We all enjoy Triple M. After you listen to it for three minutes, Triple M, why don't you turn over to another radio station? Of course I can. That's what I said at the beginning well, of the why show. don't you do that? Why do you have to ring in and say to Ian, this show is crap? Well, why don't I you know, I did, no, I didn't say BAB or whatever, switch over to Five Live. Ian. You might get a re-recording of Gawley, because, you know, he, he fears Ian. Right. May I speak? Yeah, of the reason why I rang in, as I explained, I've tried to ring before. I find Ian a very self-opinionated person who's very re- rude to people. Whilst, yeah, on well, his see, but, but me and, and all I'm saying, fine, we don't find him rude because we've been listening to him a long time. We know okay, he's mate, you humor. Like we know him. what he's all about. And you, yeah, what is the big deal? And, 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 and then you start saying that your son's a bloody nuisance. I mean, what's the matter? <laughs> on national radio as well. Let's hope the school friends don't hear that tomorrow. Go and hang yourself. Goodbye, my friends. Think yeah, goodbye. Mark, thanks Bye. for that. Thanks for that. You, so you've got to hang yourself, Natasha. That's a bit harsh, oh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Exactly. Trust that as well. Uh, uh, Olivia, say hello to Natasha. Hello, Natasha. Hello, Olivia. Well, actually, Ian, I'm a first-time caller, and I'm calling up to complain about her. Okay. <laughs> um, my two, my three-year-old daughter's in my car and is now going around saying bloody. Yeah, it's not, it's not Oh, I'm so sorry. I suppose in the outside world, day to day, you never hear a word like that. No, well, I don't say, say that while talking. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm talking to you. If you let me finish, I said, while talking down the street, I'm never hear Natasha, like Natasha, fair play. You've had 30 minutes of radio. Let Olivia I'm say something. You, let, 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 let Olivia, Natasha, come on, please. You've had 30 minutes radio. You can stay on all night if you want. I really don't mind. 
But just let Olivia, just let Olivia say something. Oh, no, let us have our say first. Go ahead, Thank you, thanks, Ian. First of all, I'd like to say, Ian, I've been listening to your show for about a year now, and I think it's the greatest show on LBC. This is the only show on LBC I listen to, and I think you're funny. I copy all the things you say and go around saying them to my friends, and everyone thinks you're great. And I think Natasha should come off the phone. If she doesn't like you, she shouldn't listen to LBC. Olivia, may I please reply to that? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) If you think he's so wonderful and so this and so that, it just proves how small-minded you must be if you go around and copy the things that he says to his friends. Because it's funny, and... Actually, you're not actually funny. You're actually very annoying, and I don't see why you're yeah, so used to in the last half an hour. You're completely... But I didn't want to stay on the And you're just yapping. You're just yapping a load of rubbish as well. And you're not, are you, sweetheart? I'm not. You are. You've been chatting rubbish and preventing me from having a with Ian. A radio presenter. Have you got anything good to say, then? No, I don't want to speak to Olivia, thank you for that. Natasha, I've got to go to the travel. Can you stick around for after the travel? Uh, uh, no, you're joking, aren't you? I'm not spending any more money on this. We called, you, we called you up. We're paying for this phone call. Not costing you a penny. You didn't call me. No. We, we no, called you back. Do you remember? No, you didn't. Natasha, you do you remember? Do you remember no. you, you got cut off and we called you back? You thought we'd cut oh, you well, off. I got cut off. Yes. We called you back, yeah, so we're, we're paying uh, for this. Sorry. So would you stick around to come back after the travel? Well, I thought I was a really, really bad person on the phone. What I didn't I didn't say that. I said what you talk is, is nonsense, but it's entertaining nonsense. Is it possible that there is anybody there that you could choose on the phone line that isn't an Ian Lee fan? Uh, they possibly agree that sometimes. Listen, Natasha, Natasha, I've got to go to the travel because Alan Joyce is waiting. Okay. Can we have this discussion okay. afterwards? Go on, mate. Lovely. I'm loving this. I can do this till ten o'clock. Oh, God, I'm really happy. Travel news now, Alan Joyce. Uh, if you're heading on to... Good evening. Uh, OK. Uh, we've still got Natasha on the line. Can, we're going to clear a couple of lines. If you agree with Natasha, because Chris is just putting the calls through the, as they come in. He's not screening them or vetting them. He's talking to them, but he's not putting through uh, my supporters, in inverted commas. So if you agree with Natasha, uh, I would genuinely love to talk to you. 0870... Uh, 90909073. So, Natasha, we know that you don't like the straight-to-air uh, section of the show. Then you're about to start a long list of other things about me you no, dislike. I didn't. There was no long list. And also, this focus, I also think this focus has gone on a really long time. It's also just a bit too long now, sort of thing. Okay. It's only meant to be a brief call, literally. Yes. I know, you're going to do a hit and run, but you, you stayed on for about, well, for about 35 minutes. And well done for doing that. And I'm not patronising you, I genuinely mean that. Well done. Yeah, OK. No, I'm genuinely, a lot of people would have sworn and put the phone down by now, would have called me whatever and, and, and put the phone down or, or wouldn't have answered again when I called back, but you have done that and so we respect you for that, that has to be applauded. You sound uh, like Jamie Kyle. <laughs> I sound like who? Jamie Kyle. You respect me for that. Uh, have you been on the Jamie Kyle show? <laughs> Do you watch you'd it like though? You'd like you'd love me to have said I've been on the Jamie Kyle no, show. No, not at all. Yeah. Do you watch it though? Uh, no, I don't. I've but heard about it. Though. Everyone's heard about the Jamie Carter. How do you know that I sound like him, then? Huh? No, how? you sound like this thing, because you hear... No, you did words, just you? say... Oh, you comedians. You also do impersonations. You did just say I sound like him. The words you said. Oh, I can't get into a boring argument about this. Christ, I've heard the No, what... Can you not see... Natasha, can you not see what I'm trying to say to yeah, you? Yeah, I can see what you're trying to say, no. but I've just explained to no. you that it's a catchphrase that I've heard off the show. What am I trying... Natasha, what am I trying to say to you? Because I don't think you're getting what I'm trying to say... The point I'm making here, which is a very important point. You're saying that I watch the programme. No. I don't watch. No, you, you, you've missed it. That's you the superficial play. point I'm making. There is a much deeper point, and I can explain it to you if you want. Thank you. The point Go is... Then. The point is... You really need to listen 
And oh, I know that. No, I've not finished. I know. Not finished. You need to listen to what other people are saying. And when I say listen, not just hear the words, but actually hear the meaning. And then you need to think about what they've said. Think about what you're going to say before you say it. Because some, I would say about 5% of what you've said tonight has made sense and has been perfectly valid uh, and has been uh, a, a, a good argument. 95% of what you said has been childish, tittle-tattle, coming back with silly little things, saying stuff that doesn't make sense and doesn't correlate to what I've said. Would yeah, you agree with that? Is, I'm just sitting here at the end of the phone, bored. That's why I run the programme in the first place. So it doesn't okay. matter really how I reply. Well, it's it does. No, Natasha, it does, because we're, like having, we're having a conversation. Of course it matters how you reply. Of course it matters how you reply. No, not to me, it doesn't. Well, then that's quite sad. I'm not going into it. I'm not going to go into That's quite sad. So do you always have... Every conversation I have, every conversation... I had a conversation with the postman today. I got up early. I had to go and sign for a thing. Everything I said to that man, I thought about. Not uh, not one word came out of my mouth that I hadn't thought about. That's very sensible of you. Exactly. Every conversation I have... I, I try and give as much to it as I can in both terms of listening and response it, because it's polite and because oh, it, it ultimately polite. makes me a better person. Why can't you do that? Because it's not in my nature. That's not me. Okay. For these okay. people that I've got respect for and things, yeah, of course I listen to them because it's important. Okay. Well, when it's not important, like something as silly as Do you know what? It doesn't bother me that much. I think in some ways it's uh, uh, just as important to listen to people you don't respect. Because you learn why you don't respect them, and you learn what makes you different from them. Okay. Right then. Now, what I'm going to do now, yeah? Do you want to say hello to Ela? Ela, speak to Natasha. Oh, Ian, every time I go to the... Hi, Ian. Hello, Ela. Hi, Natasha. Hello, Ela. Hi, Natasha. Natasha, I've been listening to you and Ian, you know, for a few minutes. Aww. And you called Ian a self-opinionated person. Yes, I did. I do think so. Um, I wonder, when you are putting forward your opinions, yes. what does that mean? Because we all have opinions, and well, I we... didn't understand what you said. I, I'm pushing across my opinion. Yes, you have been pushing your opinions mm. while okay. talking to Ian on the phone, of course. very forcefully, and that's okay, because they are your opinions. But surely you can see that that's also self-opinionated. No. This is my point. I agree that what I'm saying is my opinion, and my opinion only. But from what I've heard Ian Lee speaking to people before, what I've heard him saying, they are expressing their opinion, and he says, no, it's rubbish, rubbish. And he is self-opinionated in that way. At least if people are telling me one thing, I will say, well, yes, you may be right, but my opinion is. I said to him, my opinion this evening, he said, no, I may have not been in my most fight on the yes, telephone. Yes, no. yes, yes, you are right. Yes. Um, because now I'm saying, yes, you are right as far as they are your opinions, but I... Uh, well, I have my own opinions. I may listen to you, and Ian does oh, of course, and then you can share your opinions. Look, you're not even allowing me to okay. finish what I'm trying to say. Uh, Ian at least will allow me to finish what I say, and then he may or may not agree with my opinion, and that's okay, because this is all about, you know, learning from each other. So in that way, so in that way, we are all self-opinionated. Yes, I am. I am slightly. 
Ela, Ela, good effort. She's not listening to what you're saying, but good effort. Uh, I'm going to read you an email, Natasha. This is on your side. It's from Alison. Right. Uh, this lady on the line is very funny and giving you a run for your money. The sycophantic callers ringing in... This, this is just for balance. The oh, sycophant- You're welcome. The sycophantic callers ringing in to support you sound like a load of pathetic goons. Don't call her, her don't call her a baddie. I think she means bad mother, Ian. Oh. You always have to go too personal and they are talking about the show. You hit below the belt too much. That's from Alison Lintot. So you've got some supporters. Yes, and that is all exactly what the lady said. That is all <laughs> yeah, that's how I want to come across. I tell you, I'm very quick Natasha, 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 sorry. Natasha, stay there. I've no, got to I'm do one ad. Me. I've got Tarek is on your side. Right. Uh, but I've got I've got I've got to do this ad for contractual reasons. I'll be back in thirty seconds. Hepatitis evening. Okay. Thank you for your patience, Natasha. Tarek, you're on her side. Yeah, uh, I've got to agree with N- Natasha. You allow these people half an hour in the beginning of the show. You never talk about parking tickets, Iraq. You never talk about the uh, anarchy that's going on in our country, the hoodies. What's going on? Why, is, why don't you talk about these subjects? You know, we want to talk about them. We've got too much political correctness in this country, you know. If political correctness gone mad... Yeah, absolutely, man. Natasha, would you rather I talked about those things? Well, I didn't really... I don't mean to be rude. I mean, the fellow was meant to be on my side, but he, I didn't really quite understand what he was saying. I didn't really see what it had to do with me. Yeah, what would you mean you don't understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying I'm is... Sorry, I didn't know you were still there, mate. Yeah, I understand you're agreeing with me and all that, but I, I also wouldn't get on the radio and start talking about um, politics and things like that. Yeah, I might be interested in listening to them. I suppose I'm right. I suppose you're right in that way, but... Yeah, I listen to sports Maybe, all the time. They talk about bus tickets. I was going to do a quick call, but it's turned into this. No, what I'm saying is, don't you ever listen to sports talk? No. They talk about parking tickets. they got lovely presenters like James Well and John Gaunt. No, I don't just catch shows at different times. It's just like, not shows that I, I you know, listen to purposely on each day or whatever. I just catch it whilst in the car. You might like John Gaunt. That's a good suggestion there from Terry. John Gaunt is a brilliant oh, guy, you know what I mean? That's Steve Allen on a Sunday. He makes me laugh. Yeah, he's good. He yeah. sent me a lovely yeah. email, Steve Allen. I actually. knew you liked Steve Allen. I yeah. could tell you're a Steve Allen fan, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he's a real, she's a real Steve Allen fan. Mm. We love his Mark and Spencer's. <laughs> Tarek, thanks for that. I could I could sit and chat about Steve Allen all day. Natasha, listen, thank you for being a good sport. Uh, thank you. Can I can I put you through to my producer? Oh, yeah. oh what for the thing? The yeah, yeah. I'd like I'd love to send you the CD of it so you can have a, a little oh, memento of the of the evening because you've been okay. such a good sport. And also, who knows? Maybe, probably not. At some point in the future, you might learn something from it. Uh, and I, I really you hope you do. You never know. You never know, Natasha. I think I've learned a lot tonight. <laughs> Thanks very much. Stay on the line, Chris, to take your details. Okay. Thank you. Well, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's not dwell on that. We've done forty five minutes. Wow, I've got a running nose. Uh, oh, not my third cold of the year, is it? I woke up with a sore throat. Anyway, let's not really dwell on that too much. We've had forty five minutes out of that. That was good fun though, wasn't it? I enjoyed that. We haven't had a call like that for absolutely ages. Anyway, now oh I wanna work with you, Helen. I was listening to a bit of Nick, Nick Abbott last night. Uh, Nick is going, well, where's Ian gone? Oh, he's in Amsterdam with Chris. That that came from your mouth. Yes, I heard that. So, that's not true. Yes, I did hear that. I said, you're busted. I was at home cook. I got home and I was cooking my tea. I thought, you cheeky mare. How dare you? I was not in Amsterdam with Chris. I've had loads of emails about this as well. What did we get up to? I wasn't there. Chris was there. 
I was in the Cotswolds. I was in the Cotswolds all weekend, and then we had to leave the hotel Monday at 11 o'clock in the morning. Drove to Dorset. Two and three-quarter hours to Dorset to go to Monkey World. Oh, man, it was fantastic. Anyway, uh, we can talk about that. I've got lots of other stuff, oh, including the question. You know in hotel rooms, and this is a genuine question, and uh, we, hopefully we can put this to rest within 15, excuse me, 15 minutes. Hotel rooms, the small little sort of fold-away chairs... But they're not chairs. They've got slats on. What are they for? Are they for drying clothes? They can't be. They'd give you a clothes horse, wouldn't they? 0870 uh, And other stuff to talk about, anything you want to talk about as well. Let's not dwell too much on Natasha. It could get a little bit dull. More of your calls after the latest LBC 97.3 News. Cougar. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. Awesome. Oh, oh, yes. Awesome. I've got one too. That's very, very jolly of you, boy. Etc. 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 Richard Griffiths. I've, I've met the man. He's not going to climb through a window. He's a big man. It's Uncle Monty from uh, Withner. He's a big man. There ain't no window in the world big enough for that dude to get through. No disrespect, he's a lovely fellow. I met him a couple of times, very nice gentleman. But, I don't believe that for one second. 0870-9090-973. I'm back. It's kind of a short week for me. I wasn't here yesterday. I'm not here next week. Um, so make the most of it. Come and get it while it's hot. Let's leave Natasha behind, I think. There's no point... In dwelling on that, it's very rare that we de- we dedicate a whole 45 minutes of the show to one caller. So, let's kind of uh, leave that. I think is probably uh, the best. And is it Anthony in the Hoddesdon? It is. Sweet home Alabama, where the flipping heck have you been? I've been very, very busy, boy. It's in the olden days... We couldn't get rid of you, and we tried. We'd, we'd move studios, we'd change phone numbers, and you'd still manage to get through to us every single day. And now I can't find you for love and the money. I know, I've been busy. How are you? Nice to speak to you again. Always nice to speak How to you. you. Yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right. I've got a slight tickle in my throat, and I am worried that I'm getting my third cold of the year. Again? Uh, well, no, the, fir- the first time... I'm worried I'm getting a cold again, but it would be the first third cold of the year. Oh, sorry, I got yeah. you. No, I've got it as well. But but hopefully it's just a tickle. Hopefully. So that that's fine. But I'm fine. I had a lovely, relaxing weekend away. Cool. Uh, went to uh, the Cotswolds. Although I went to a wildlife park. Any good? Um, no. Um, well, oh, it made me a little bit uncomfortable. Oh. Very, very small cages. Yeah. Very small cages. They had birds, they had vultures in like, quite a small cage. And you think, well... That's not really fair. So to make up for it, it was, it was, no, I I had a real quandary being there. Uh, The the Cotswold Wildlife Park had a real quandary because there's some good things there, but the cages were a little bit too small. And if I ran it, I would, there was a lot of open space as well. So what I would do is I'd make all the cages three times as big. And you could, there was the space to do that. All the cages three times as big. And it made me a little uncomfortable. So what I did the next day to make up for it, had these little monkeys. I trained a monkey. Can you believe it? There was a little baby woolly monkey, and it came up to the window, and every time I shook my head, it turned round and put its head between its legs, every single time. And I was there, and the person I was with had a hair clip, and it was obsessed with his hair clip through the glass. 
And every time we walked away, the monkey would come and follow us. So we ended up started doing this thing where th- be, some kids would come and stand next to us and go, look at the monkey. And we'd go, right, let's take the monkey with us. And we'd walk off and the monkey would come and follow us. Must love you. It did love us. But it, it made me uncomfortable that the cage was so small. So what I did... Uh, to make up for it was the next day we drove two and three quarter hours all the way down to Dorset oh, yeah. to go to the fantastic monkey world where they have got Plenty. all of the room obviously they're not in the jungle that, that's all the room yeah, yeah, but yeah. as much room as is humanly possible in one of those places and Chris I think we should get let's get the monkey world guy on the phone uh, uh, maybe when I come back from America let's get him on the phone 15 minutes because it's such a good place you going to America? I'm going to America next week I'll be next quality uh, yeah, <laughs> America is quality. You hey, can't hey, deny it. You spelt monkey wrong, Chris. You spelt monkey wrong. Uh, unbelievable. My producer, Anthony, who's in power of quite great, uh, position of quite great power in this, this radio station here, although he only produces this show, some of the other producers. Yeah. Paul Ross's producer, he does this, he does John Holmes, he does Jenny Eclair, he does several shows. Quite a few. He only does, my producer only does this show. Yep. Anyway, that's the, that, hey, maybe one day, Chris, maybe one day you'll you'll get the Jim Davis health and lifestyle show that I know you you want to put on your CV. Can't right? wait. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yes, I listened to a bit of that today. Yeah, he's good, Jim Davis. I like him. He's a nice fella. He should, but an hour, I I can't imagine doing the show for an hour because you just get in there. I don't warm up till about quarter past eight. So fifteen minutes after the show finished. I'd be in the office all chatty and being funny and all witty, Damn and they go, Ian, you're not on the radio anymore, it's finished. So, oh, right. but, so, it's, it's a good show. Anyway, so, uh, what was I saying, Anthony? America. Oh, it's quality oh, there. Where, where, have, where have you been to in America? I went to, um, it's near, I think it's Orlando I went to. Oh, yeah. And uh, that part, it's wet and wild and, like, different parks and, like... Wet and wild, I've got that on DVD, I think. Different areas. Uh, yeah, different areas. I'm going to go to Los Angeles. Well, oh. this is all dependent cool. on me getting a visa. And I spent two hours this morning filling in... Bl- blooming Americans. Uh, filling in uh, a visa, two visa application forms that you yeah. have to fill in. And I got one wrong and I had to go back and do it oh, all. Dear. Enter your passport number. Enter your names. Your father's name. Your mother's name. Well, have you ever had a visa before? Uh, th- th- and then what they do is on the second... It, you have to fill in. You have to fill in one uh, visa application form if you're going to work there. Yeah. Okay. And if you're going to work there and you fall into this category, okay, that I'm about to say, you fill in another form. The category being, are you a male aged between 16 to 45? I'm, I fit in that category, so I had to fill in another form. And in this other form, I spent 20 minutes working out how to type the date in. Every time I typed the date that I'd been to college or been to school or had a job, that's yeah. what they wanted to know. He said, incorrect, you've entered, the, you've entered the date incorrectly, enter it again. 20 minutes. And then they want a list of all of the countries you've been to in the last 10 years. Why? I don't know. But number one, guess what's number one on my list in the last 10 years? Um, what is it? Pakistan. Yeah. Oh, dear. Pakistan, three months. Sorry, sir, what were you doing there? Um, what? I was at Al-Qaeda training camp. What do you think I was doing there? Tell me a question for some of your forms. They're, seriously, man, that, I, I've been pulled into one of those... When I went to uh, L.A. to work before, yeah. uh, a few years ago, and uh, they checked the passport, uh, everything's fine. Oh, sir, you have a visa for Pakistan. Would you come and sit in this room with some Mexicans who are also here potentially illegally? Oh, God. And I was worried that a man... You know in airports, Anthony, I don't want to upset you or shock you, airports uh, and police stations are the only places in the world where a strange fat man can order you 
to drop your trousers, bend over, and pull your buttocks apart. They work there. They, they, work, they, are, they can order you to do that, and if you say no, you go to prison. That's silly. That is silly. So I was worried that was going to happen, and I died. But they didn't. But they didn't do it. Thank God. Have I missed anything, Ian, over the past few days? Have I done what? Have I missed anything? Anything coming good, or...? Uh, well, Nick Abbott was filling in for me yesterday, so you missed yeah. that, yeah. That would have been well good. Would have been quality. I'm g- can I start calling things quality, please, Anthony? Yeah, if you use my word. Nice one, thank That'll you. Be. You're good saying um, Agent Chris spelled monkey mon, by the way. Yes, he spelled M-O-N-K-E-T. He may need to go back to his call. Maybe he does. Actually, I'm going to move on, because I've got a lot of phone yeah, calls. Okay. Nice to talk to you, mate. Go, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. There we go. He hasn't called him for a while. Sylvie. Hello. Hello, Sylvie. Hello. I was calling uh, to give you the answer for the little um, uh, bench you were talking about. The strange about. little fold-away X-shaped chair that's too small and too insecure to sit on and has got slats that you yes. find it in hotel rooms. What the hell is it? Well, it used to put your uh, suitcase on. What? Yes, you put your suitcase on it. Is it? Yes, so when you um, no. go into your hotel room what? and you put your suitcase and you don't break your back when you undo your personal uh, stuff. Is that, uh, is that for real? Yes, yes, yes. Why not put it, hang on a second, on the bed? Oh, it's dirty. It's dirty because your suitcase, you don't know where it has been well, in that's the true, plane or in the car and on the floor. I'd, do you know, I'd never thought of that, that suitcases are perhaps the dirtiest things I own. <laughs> they are, because you're right. Once you give them to the lady, my voice is going, <coughs> once you give them to the lady at the airport, yes. you don't see them. No, you or, don't. Or, although sometimes, have you ever been on an aeroplane and it's a little bit behind schedule and you look out the window... And you see those fat, sweaty dudes with the big, the big cart full of the luggage. And you go, oh, there's the luggage. Oh, there's my suitcase. Yes. What are they doing to it? And they just pick it up and they just chuck it on the plane. They don't give us stuff. No, that's right. You get uh, broken stuff as well. Oh, you get broken stuff. And I, I, I had this once. Yes? I got my suitcase. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to the hotel and I opened it up. And there was a note. It's absolutely true. There was a note in there saying, uh, we are airport security or whatever... We opened your suitcase and we looked in it. Oh. And there was a, they had a note, like a typed <laughs> note to say they'd done that. Really? And I'm and like... didn't take anything away. Well, I don't know. I don't remember what I've put in I always panic when I go away. Even this weekend, I panic that I'm going to need something, so I just put so much stuff... At, but it's all like gadgets and plugs and wires and uh, books and all this stuff. Yes, yes, yes. I know exactly. So maybe they did steal something. I don't know. No, well, well... Well, if you didn't notice, then it's difficult to tell. It, it, well, exactly. If I don't miss it, then it doesn't matter. Sylvie, thank you very much for that. Okay. You've answered a, a question. Thank you. A question that is genuine. I, I'm surprised by the answer. I've got an email saying the same thing. It's for suitcases. Doesn't seem. What? A chair for suitcases? It doesn't seem right. Well, if anyone can disagree with that, uh, 0870-9090-973. If anyone can give me any tips to... I'm going to the American Embassy tomorrow, 8am, to queue up to get a visa. You've got to queue up now. My old visa, you didn't need to. You sent the thing off. You've got to turn up. Since that thing in uh, New York a few years ago, you've got to queue up. If anyone can give me any tips on what I should and shouldn't do to guarantee I get this visa, uh, I'd be gratefully appreciated. Oh! It's the travel news now. We ask the question: Is it Joyce? It is Joyce. Good lad. Away yes. you go. Uh, right, Anisha, Portsmouth Road is evening. Uh, wow. Now this is—I don't understand how this works. 
Well, I know how the premise works. The Howlow auction. I know exactly how that works. I don't understand how it's a, a PlayStation 3 they've got. It's not a hooky one, is it? We, it couldn't be a hooky one. Could it, Chris? As long as it works. As long as it works. Ask no questions, hear no lies. Uh, the Howlow today, uh, it's a PlayStation 3. Uh, it isn't released uh, until March the 23rd. But you can win yourself one today on LBC, uh, uh, it, and we'll get it to you quickly after the launch date. That makes sense. Uh, it's still excellent, though. Still excellent. We need to try and do what we did with uh, the other console and try and blag two free ones. To preview. To preview. That's it. To preview. Uh, but the PlayStation 3, it's going to be fantastic. I've seen shots of it online, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, now, the Howler auction, you know how this works. Uh, the lowest unique bid wins the auction. The lowest bid in pence that no one else matches by the end of the auction. So, to stand a chance of winning the uh, Sony PlayStation 3 and getting it shortly after its launch date, uh, and to be honest, if you get one on the launch date and you didn't fancy it, you could sell it on eBay a grand. Easily. Easily, I think. I'm not suggesting you do that, but you could do that easily. Anyway, you know what to do. Text the word LBC followed by a space, then your bid in pence to treble eight two one. The auction ends at 11.30 tonight, and the lowest unique bidder will win a PlayStation 3 games console uh, shortly after its release in the UK. Bidders must be over 16. Bids cost £1.50 plus your standard network rate. Bids are limited. See lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Uh, so text the word LBC followed by a space, then your bid in pence to treble eight two one. That's the way that works. Hello, Trey. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Actually, it's not. What, what did you say? My name was Trey. Trey. No, it's Craig. I, I think it's one of those uh, words that Chris can't say. Craig. Craig. Yeah. What? C R A I G. That's it. I don't think Chris can say it. He can't spell monkey. Yeah. And now he thinks that your name is Trey. Who's? I mean. Who's called Trey? These are the words Chris can't say. These are the words he can't say. These are the words Chris can't say. These are the words he can't say. Chris, say Craig. Craig. Well, it turns out he can say uh, it. How did you mishear that and think it was Trey? Three times as well, turns out. Idiot. Who's Craig? Yeah. It's Trey. Trey is Craig? Yeah. Who's, oh, yeah. who's Craig? Sorry, Trey. I'm Craig. Trey? Right, can we call you Trey? Just for... <laughs> I'd much rather tea tray, it's a bit more definitive. But Trey is a name. I've heard Americans called Trey. Well, Troy, but not Trey. I have heard. Okay, well, here's the hunt. Uh, Chris, clear a couple of lines. 0870 <laughs> Are you or do you know someone called Trey? I have maybe, heard the name Trey. Maybe, maybe, and you could ask at the embassy when you're queuing up for your. Um, oh, I'm cacking myself. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. No sudden Whatever. moves. Don't, yeah. don't, no sudden moves. Don't diss the president. Don't say the word bomb. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know... And don't, don't wear a big coat. Yeah, don't, don't wear, wear a big... Don't take a rucksack in there. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I'm i gonna do... And I, it's there at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm even... <laughs> I'm even gonna have a shave. I'm gonna have a shave and dress quite smart for it. That's the, the how ridiculous is, it is. The good thing is, if it's at eight o'clock in the morning, you would have just had a shower, you know, so if you yeah. have to, um... Yeah, you know. Hey, get this, Trey. I'm, I'm actually smelling a little bit today. Oh, nice. And I quite like it. I'm not... I'm not... I'm not humming... But I, I, I'm wearing a jumper, like a, a thin jumper, loose jumper, mm. and I had a little doze in it earlier on. Oh yeah, that's nice. No, that's nice. Yeah, and I've kind of got, I've got, I've kind of got that kind of sweat, slightly sweaty. Do you that Chris follows you around a lot when you smell a little bit? You know, he has been following me around a bit today. Yeah, got watch out for him. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, yes, Ray, I was going to play the uh, hotel game thing. Um, you know, telling you what that. Uh, 
that suitcase thing is all about, but someone's come on and it told is, you that. It is for a suitcase, is it? Because that strikes it, it me is. as very and odd. That, and actually, another reason for not putting the bed on the bed, of course, is if when you, when you want to get into the bed, you know, as a boy, you can just swing your suitcase on the rack, uh, and then... Uh, do you... Do you... Well, I, I never... Well, that's nothing. Don't mention the rack either when you're in. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, blimey, yes. Jeez, yeah, be so careful. How did you get here? I ran. Oh, no, hang on. What I meant was... (laughs) (laughs) Oh! There you go. I've only recently, I didn't do it this weekend, but recent hotel visits have I started to unpack my suitcase. I, I spent three months in Pakistan. I did not unpack my suitcase for the whole three months. It all came out of the suitcase. Yeah. Have you started asking for an iron as well, and all that sort of stuff? I did not. Last time I was in LA, I asked for an iron, yeah. There you go. So you're getting old, Ian. Yeah, jeez, I am. Getting old. Anyway. Yes. What? He's snuck in a cheeky Pradeep. <laughs> where, where did that come from? <laughs> I can't even carry on. Trey, is that is that all you have to contribute? Uh, yeah, well, I've been waiting for an hour. Well, I'll say good evening. Uh, he's snuck in a cheeky Pradeep. Wowzers! Oh eight seven oh, nine oh nine oh nine seven. Can I just say, uh, I feel kind of laid back, despite having a row with a woman for forty five minutes. I feel kind of chilled. Weekends away, it would seem, work for me. Do I sound relaxed and chilled to you, Betty? Oh well, I was strange, Hello, my love. Uh, I knew you were going to the Cotswolds. Yes, but I thought you were coming back last night. Oh, it was Nick Abbott last night. I, 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 I you know, I could have made it last night, but I didn't. No, and I just told Chris. I tuned in, yeah, and uh, thinking I was going to get you, yeah. And I got the same. It was repeated from Sunday night. Nick, what? somebody, Nick oh. Abbott, and I'd already heard it Sunday night. No, no, last night's show wasn't the same as Sunday nights. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've got good memory. Hang on, Emma. Hello. Did you hear Nick Abbott on Sunday? Yes. Did you? I'm did you hear Nick Abbott on Monday? I heard Nick Abbott last night. Was it a repeat of Sunday show? Was no, it a... and I want to tell you that my sister is in love with Nick Abbott. Betty, Emma's saying that it was a different show last night. Hold on a minute, could you tell Betty to leave the show and while we talk to you about Nick Abbott? No, 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 be- no, no. Betty was here first. Yes. Betty? It's yes, not old to be going out with Nick Abbott. Nick Abbott on Putney Bridge. Right, e- e- Emma, thank you for that. Yes, I've got rid of her, Betty. She was very rude. Don't know. Uh, no you, need for that, silly man. I'm I'm here now. Yes. Yeah. No, last night's show was 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 live. Oh well. Anyway, um, I'm getting a sore throat. You've still got that cough. Well, and uh, uh, you well, haven't been to the doctors. Do you know what? I was all right. I've got and some. And now nos- you tell me yeah. you're going to America next week. They're coming to America. What for a week? I'm going next Tuesday, and I'm coming back. Yes, I'm away for for a week. Oh, you're not going to go to work there. Uh, yeah, I am, yeah. Are you? I'm filming a TV programme out there. Well, what's your mum going to do? Well, uh, she'll she'll still phone me up and have a go at me. Oh, I'm going to take, miss- take her a big shop on Saturday so she's oh, got enough food I'll to get her through. You. I'll miss and you, you know what you're happen- Apart what? from your suitcase and everything, yeah. once you get to America, don't forget you've got to have your fingerprints taken. Oh, yeah, they do that now. Well. Yeah. I've got my new passport, though, so I'm all ready. I just need to get this visa. Yeah, but you've got to get your visa first. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Should be all right. Oh. You're... Oh, what? Will what? Chris still be there? I don't know. That's a very good question. Let me ask him. Chris, you know when I'm Amer- in America, will you still be here? Uh, yeah. Oh, do you know what? I've just realised. You know the week I go away? 
Yeah. It's be nice to Chris week. What? Yeah. I've just, I'm just checking my diary earlier on, I forgot about this. It's be nice to Chris week. So I'm only going to be here for the Monday, so I, I only have to be nice to you for one day. You promised it was going to be a week. Well, it is a week, technically, in the diary, it's a week, but I'm not here, so but, very little I can do, mate. Sorry about that. But you promised. Well, I know, but, you know, I still love you, uh, and I'll, I'll see you again at a later point, but the be nice to Chris week, I'm going to miss. So, uh, you know. But you said the be nice to Chris week was going to, is going to be a one-off and it was only going to happen next week. I did say that, it's correct, yes, and that's still the case, yes. Doesn't mean I don't love you any less. You're very special to me. You're as, you're one of my favourite producers I've ever worked with. I've only ever worked with you. I've worked with many. And you're definitely in the top 15. Top, top, top 16. You're in the top 16. You sure? I'll get back to you about that one tomorrow. So yes, Betty, he'll be here. Oh, he'll be there. Yes. And you, you know there's never anything on TV Saturdays and Sundays. What? So I'll put, uh, LBC on. Oh. Uh, and it was that, you know the one who's on first thing in the morning? Valen. What's his name? Valen. No, seven o'clock. Oh, Ferris. Nick Ferris. Oh. What? No, that's not his name. Paul Ross. Paulie Rossi. No. Paulie Rossi. <laughs> No, seven o'clock every morning. Oh, Nick Ferris? Yeah. Big fat man? Oh, I didn't like him. No. No, I no. listened. I thought, no. oh, no. He's won Sony Awards. Not like, not as nice as you. Oh, now, we've won Betty round, because when you first called up, you called up to have a go at me. Now... Oh, no, I didn't, really. Okay. I'm a bit... Because you played a lot of music. Do you like me, um, knowing that I'm a little bit smelly? Pardon? I'm a little bit smelly today, Betty. No, you said you've had a shower. This morning, but I've also had a doze in the jumper I'm wearing in bed, and I had a cardigan on as well. So uh, I built up quite a bit of sweat. I can smell myself now. Can you? It's getting a little bit overpowering. I genuinely can. It's a little bit overpowering. But oh. does that excite you and arouse you? Yes. Okay. Betty, on that note, i better move on. Yeah, well, um, I'll, I'll speak to you before... You'll be on th this week. I'm on all of this week. I'm on uh, m m tonight right through to Sunday, and I'm here next Monday as well. Oh, OK, then. All right, Betty, thank no, you. Right. Lots of love. Oh, wait, seven. I, I did get a whiff. Every time I reach that screen, I get a whiff of it. But I kind of like it. Maybe it's the way forward. Oh, eight, seven, oh, uh, nine, oh, nine, oh, nine, seven, three is the phone number. Oh, we c you could start sending... Oh, no, we've got a blog, haven't we? Dragon Meat Sausage did one. No, we're fine for that. Thank you. Hepatitis in... Oh, God. I've just gone through two emails. One saying, uh, one dude, who is it? Stuart, saying he was in the American Embassy for seven hours trying to get a visa. And then the next person, Valerie, was in there for five hours trying to get a visa. I'm in very, very serious trouble. Ah, oh, dear. Uh, okay. 0870 Trey Parker, South Park. There we go. Thank you. I knew there was a famous Trey. 0870 uh, night, so I'm eating a cough sweet, which is making things difficult. We'll take more of your calls after the latest LBC News, innit? Good evening. <laughs> uh, here till ten o'clock, then it's Clive Bull, which is always fantastic. I heard a bit of him last night. And do you know, I very nearly called... I very ne I, I've got itchy trigger fingers. I very nearly called in Clive Bull last night and messed around. I kind of heard, like, the last twenty minutes, and I thought, oh, I fancy a bit of that, straight to air doing a funny noise thing. I didn't. And then I nearly called up James O'Brien. James O'Brien's show today. Uh, he came on, she's right, uh, for today's show, uh, 
uh, I'm not going to shake the exchange. You phone up and you say what you want to talk about and that's what we'll talk about. And that was the show. We do that every day on this show. Um, but it was good. And I nearly phoned him up, but I didn't. So, I don't know. Doreen! I, I thought I heard Doreen's phone go down then. I thought I heard it. Right, hang on a second. With a little bit of, um, computer trickery, I might... Adam, stay there. Sorry, Doreen's bottled it, I think. But I might be yeah, able to... Right, carry on. I might be able to call her back. Oh, no. Her number hasn't come up on my... Doreen? Oh. Hello, Doreen. Oh, yes. It's Ian. You're on the radio. Oh, hi, hi. You are right? What happened there? Oh, I don't know. I must have put the phone down by mistake. Yeah, and then tried, picked up and then tried to make another phone call. Yes. Sorry about that. That's all right. I was going to ring, um, the reason I'm ringing is yes. I'm a bit confused about you having to get a visa, because I was in America at yeah. Christmas and I didn't have to get one. I'm actually going again in April and I thought, nice. oh my goodness, don't tell me I've got to get a visa now. 2007, I have to get a visa, yeah. Why is, is, it, is that for, not just obviously? I mean, is it? I mean, you're a British subject, aren't you? We didn't have to get yes. one in December. In when I went out in no, December, two thousand and seven, I have to get a visa. Yeah. Oh dear. So I wonder if that applies to everybody. Then. Well, if you're going to America, then you need to get a visa. Yes. Oh well, I didn't have to get one when I went at two, Christmas. Two thousand and seven. Two thousand and seven. So this is a new rule in there. Yeah. Oh, okay then. Well, thanks for your help on that. Whereabouts are you going? I'm going in um, April. I'm stopping off at New York as oh, well. Oh, isn't New York fantastic? Well, I haven't been before. Oh, really? I'm actually going on a cruise, and the first trip is stop is New York, oh, and well, then you on won't... to Fort Lauderdale. Oh, you won't be allowed off the boat without the visa. I won't. Okay, then. Okay. Fine. Oh, well, thanks for letting me know, then. I switched on. When yeah. I heard you saying it, yes. I thought, crumbs, you know, yeah. I didn't know about this. Yes. Are you Are you working over there? No, no, I'm not. Wor- is it because you're working? Oh, then you won't need the visa. No, it's uh, yes, it's only because I'm working oh, over I there. See. No, I'm, oh, no, I'm too uh, old to work. <laughs> what, what? I'm too old to work. How old are you? Oh, quite, well, put it like this. I'm past myself by day. Are you older than Bruce Forsyth? <laughs> no, not quite. Well, he's still working and we can't get rid of that silly old sod, <laughs> can we? No, I'm actually going on a holiday, so oh, well, I won't need one for In that hol- case, you don't need a visa if you're going on a holiday. Oh, it's just because I'm, I'm oh, working on it. Oh, well, it. thanks very much, then. It's a pleasure, Dorian. Have a lovely time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Adam. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm really starting to smell a little bit. Yeah, I can, I can feel that, actually, yeah. You get, and I have to move, to, to, to work, work, the way the studio works is I've got a desk in front of me. My legs are too long to fit under the desk, so I sit slightly to the left. My legs are to the left of the desk, and they're crossed over. Is it a leather seat? No, it's not a leather seat. It's, it's a very expensive chair. E- each of these chairs, now I don't, I'm not sure if I believe this, but I've been told this is the case. Each of these chairs costs £1,000. There are four... They tell you that so you don't ruin them. Well, there are four in this studio. There are five in the studio next door. There are four behind the glass. There are three or four behind the glass down there. There are 20 downstairs uh, I- I- in the office. £35,000 on chairs, easily. And they wonder how they can make, uh, save money. Lick them. Exactly, sell them on the eBay. Mr. Lloyd, sell them on the eBay. That'll get you a few quid. Uh, But so, uh, to to, to make this show work, I have to touch a screen to my left, which is the screen that cuts people off and puts people through. Uh, And I mean to have to move my right arm. So I'm constantly moving my right arm. I'm doing it now. And I'm getting a right old whiff of uh, vintage Lee. And it's, it's, uh... It's tell a you what, mate, smell. I tell you, you could bottle that and you could probably sell it. I wouldn't bottle Oh, you mean bo- put it in a bottle? I probably could, actually. Because there are some girls, perverts, that get turned on by sweaty... Aren't you uh, supposed you to get say, turned you on? You say perverts, I say easy. Yeah, well, yes, easy. Uh, there are, you're supposed to get turned on by your lover's sweat, aren't you? 
It's like a, a biological thing that helps you reproduce. Is that if you're the person you love, their sweat is supposed to arouse or you. Or does that just mean that when you've been with your lover and done the ladies and gentlemen, yes. that you're both sweaty and you both just get on with it? Yeah, I, I prefer the smell of white musk, to be honest. Body shop. Yeah, body shop white musk. And it's, I know it's not the, the fanciest of perfumes, and it's not particularly fashionable at the moment, but my first girlfriend wore it, and that is the smell that always makes you think, Quarters. Does that mean that you're always going to have to refer to your first girlfriend every time you smell white musk? Uh, well, it makes me or think... Are you going to have a mental block that means every time you smell anyone that smells of white musk, you're going to refer back to your first girlfriend? Every time I smell white musk, it makes me think, let's bunk off this free period and go back to my house because my mum's at work. And lick her fags and drink her martini. Yeah, th- well, th- th- apart from the fags, yeah, there was, yeah, there was something in that. Do you know what? This is so naughty, and I don't condone this at all. Well... What the hell? People do what they want to do. I, uh, when I was in the sixth form, uh, I took a bottle of Jack Daniels to school. Bottle of Jack Daniels. And oh, me and my... did you sell that for us? Well, didn't. What's me and my mate Slim, we had a little bit of break time, so a little bit you merry. Never had a blo- you never had a mate called Slim. And do you know what? He was fat. You never did. And a mate called Slim. And we had a little little bit of break time. It's like, oh, this is a nice little buzz. And at lunchtime, we're, I used to, we both used to work in B-Jams. It was like five minutes away from the school. We went to the staff room. Dodgy eyebrows. Uh, he did have quite dodgy eyebrows. Yeah, we went to the staff room in B Jams. We nicked a bottle of Coke from the shelf, and we finished in forty minutes a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. Pretty much a whole bottle of Jack Daniels, and we went back to school, and we were steaming. And I remember standing on the window ledge. Uh, it was on the ground floor in the sixth form common room, and shouting, "I'm Jesus Christ! What are you going to do about it?" And then jumping off, and I hurt my thumb. And do you know what? We didn't get busted. We didn't get busted. So if you'd been to my school, before you got off the window, so you'd have been nailed up, mate. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, maybe we were lucky to go off that. Seriously, yeah. the, the bottle was, it, it was probably, it was about, it was about four-fifths full, and we, we, we polished it off between the two of us. And, you, oh, dear God. And dirty. do you feel better for that now? Being, I'm, I'm gl- being a grown-up adult. I'm, gl- I'm glad I did it. I'm not saying anyone should do it. I'm glad I was drunk at school a couple of times, yeah. I'm not saying anyone should do it, and, I, I, you know, it, you shouldn't do it. Of course you shouldn't. But me, personally, I'm glad I did things like that and was a bit naughty sometimes. It's all part of growing up. I think it is. But, again, I've got to stress for fear of me losing my job. I, I'm not encouraging or condoning it. I'm saying I did it, and do you know what? Yeah, I, I right, don't regret... Right, right. And uh, everyone should eat five fruit a day, and everyone should eat brown bread and oh, have yeah. fibre. Well, it turns out white bread is better for you than brown bread. Yeah. There was well, a thing well, about well. it a little while ago. White bread is better for you. Anyway, what did, sorry, Adam, what did you call in for? Um, I have, um, it, I was going to say it's a catchphrase, it's not really a catchphrase, uh, it's not even a line, it's a word from a film. Yes. Uh, I was just wondering if you might be able to identify it. What, what the film is? Yeah, do from, you, from the word that I give you. Uh, do you know what the, do you know what the film is? Yeah, well, oh, okay. obviously, yes. Well, I, I thought it might be, it. okay, come on then. Okay, you have to stand back a bit. <laughs> Did you catch that? Do it again, do it again. I do know what this is. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Chris is coming in. Chris, have a listen to this this nutcase. Are you ready? Does, does Chris know the answer? I doubt it. I didn't tell him. Chris, I'll, have I'll a listen to this fruitcake. He's, he's going to do a line from a film. You've got to work out what the film is. Okay. All right, go on, do it again. It's one word from the film. Okay. Then the... Man, it... Re- hang on a minute. Line nine, do you know what the answer is? What? 
Well, I think Your line doesn't even know I've just opened a line to the... I've gone back in time on line nine. This yeah. is LBC. What? What's happened here? Hang on. This is actually happening now, in the olden days. Great. Yes, okay, yeah, okay, yes, thanks for that. I don't know what that was all about. Anyway, I can, I can actually, um... The only problem I've got is I don't know how that actually turned out and sounded at your end. This is LBC, <laughs> where news... What's comes happening now? First. Oh, God, we've opened up a, some sort of time portal. Um... Look around, <coughs> look around your studio, is there a blue police box? Line nine, do you know what the answer is? Oh, uh, I, I think I do. God, well, what is it? I think it's number four. Is it number four? No, it's not number four. It's not the Doctor Who film, then, is it? No, it's also not Ghostbusters 2. Oh, oh hang on a second. Um, Natasha, do you know what the answer is? Yeah, all right, she's Natasha's husband, yeah, I do know what the answer is, yeah. What is it? It's McVicker. Oh, I've got to put the phone down because I'm driving. I'll see you in a minute. Oh, you've got, you got three points. Was it McVicker? McVicker, good man. Wait a minute. What? How has this happened? So the husband of the silly old woman who phoned in and dominated the first 45 minutes of the show, complaining about the show, <laughs> because there were people... Thank you, Chris. Where's the, where's the Twix? Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Like I oh, say. you're so full of it. Thank you, Helen, for the, t- for the chocolate. Uh... So, she, she phoned in to complain about people phoning in making silly noises. You phone in and make a silly noise. Her husband no, phones up to tell noise. us what the silly noise was. It was the word Ronnie, but said in a specific manner, acclimatised to the film. Chris, go on. Should we tell Natasha that you phoned in? <laughs> well, in the, when I send her a signed photo, that we'll, uh, we'll, we'll include that in there. Uh, well, thank you for that, Adam. I've seen the film, uh, McVicker, but not for a while. I would never have got that. My, my favourite line in that is a line from McVicker. Uh, Adam Faith and Roger Daltrey, two of Britain's greatest actors, are in a steamy shower room. I think they're making a hole or, or what, I'm not sure. Two guards they're walk in... They're making a hole in something. Yeah, two, exactly. Two guards walk in and say, what are they up to? Each no, other, no, by the looks no, of it. They stood on the balcony, they're looking down at the shower. They don't walk in, they stood on the balcony. They look down and go... What do you think those two are up to? Each other, probably. There we go. He's quoting McVicker to me. Adam, thank you for that. I'm the McVicker King. <laughs> can I, I don't know if we can clip that. Can we clip him saying I'm the McVicker King? Oh. We'll I'll just get it to, tomorrow. We'll just have to... Oh, can you do that tomorrow? Oh, good lad. Okay. I'm the McVicker King. I never thought I'd have that line said to me. Midge, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Mm. Hit me with a feather, not madame with a pillow, my friend. <laughs> what a comeback. You know, from the moment I came in, yeah. switched the radio on, yeah. and I thought, wow, Triple M started early. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? You know, uh, oh, the, woman. Natasha, her husband yeah. just phoned in to answer the question. <laughs> yeah, I heard. What is going on? This is the weirdest... <laughs> uh, it's all linked up. Anyway, it's you know, been all right, hasn't it? Try to ring him. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to tell him, you know, she should calm down, chill out, sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the Mikey and Lee. Doesn't Michael Winner look ill on those <laughs> adverts? Have you seen Michael Winner on those adverts on the telly? Uh, you know, calm down, it. dear, it's only an <laughs> advert. He looks all skinny now, he doesn't look very well. Is he not well? well I don't know, I, t- I heard he wasn't particularly well, but he d- look, on the adverts, he looks awful, bless him. Yeah. I used to be a big... 
Calm down, dear. It's calm, only commercial. Calm down, dear. It's only... <laughs> he used to be a big fat man, and now he's gone all skinny, which is, um... Uh, maybe all them younger women, isn't it, he's going out with. Maybe that. Maybe that. Or maybe yeah. it's a disease. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Mitch, uh, is there, do you actually want to say anything? Because if you do, you have to come back after the travel. Uh, well, I've got a few things to say. Okay, Spike, we'll, get, get, we'll speak to you after this, sir. <laughs> travel News Now with Alan Joyce. Oh, we've had lots of calls coming in about, uh, the... Good evening. Mitch, did you hear on Friday I wrote an email to Steve Allen? Uh, I didn't hear it, no. Well, some... Oh, yes, I did, I did, I did, yes. A guy called, um, <laughs> what was his name, called Benji or Norman? Bernie. Yeah. Bernie called him yeah. and said he had an email for Steve Allen that he wanted me to forward on to him because he wasn't <laughs> up when Steve Allen was on the air. <laughs> so I wrote to, I wrote to Steve and said, Dear Steve, hope you're well. I hear you, and we made it quite chatty. I hear your recent live shows were a fantastic success and you're going to be ditching that fool O'Brien for the later dates. Good idea. <laughs> a fruitcake called Barney asked me to forward this on to you because he isn't up when you're on the air. Agent Chris sends his love, and I do too. All the best, Ian Lee. Yeah. Steve's written a reply. Is he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bearing in mind, I haven't spoken to Steve Allen since the LBC Christmas party yeah. of 2005. Oh, That's the last time. Yeah, you know. What happened? So he's, he's written back. <laughs> How sweet. Yes, it is true. J.O.B. has been dropped from the next leg of the tour. I mean, who needs a warm-up? He's not showbiz enough, I'm afraid. <laughs> All my team send love, as do I, Steve. Oh, well, at least it's a result, isn't it? Isn't that nice? Maybe it's hands across the water. Maybe we're going to be friends. Probably. You never know. You, small things lead to bigger things. You Small things lead to bigger things. Who's got the small thing? <laughs> Steady on, what on earth are you thinking about? Well, you've been damned to them, haven't you? You and Chris, so We've... you should know. No, I didn't. Listen, this lie has come about because Helen Behind the Glass is very, very naughty. I have not been to Amsterdam. Yeah, go on. Uh, yes, well, 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 may you run out of the studio. <laughs> I have not been to, to Amsterdam. Chris was in Amsterdam with his mother-in-law. I, uh, was in... I don't believe it, Ian. It's true. I was <laughs> in the Cotswolds. <laughs> I was not... Was. I was not in the European capital of marijuana and prostitution. Well, I was going to ask you about it. What do you think of Older Woman, Ian? Uh, older Woman? <laughs> yeah, I was watching the Oscars. Oh, Have I, you seen it? I love Older Woman. Uh, I love uh, Older Helen Mirren. Oh, I'm looking at Helen Mirren chomping on a burger right now. Uh, yeah. she look fit. And Nicole Kidman. Oh, she, gorgeous. She's fit. She is fit. But the question is, and I, 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 I didn't watch much television over the weekend. I watched hardly any of it. Uh-huh. But what I saw... Well, he was watching real-life television. No, I wasn't watching real-life <laughs> television. I wasn't in there. I went to... I've forgotten the name of that place that I went to. Chris, Ian. what... Hang on. Chris, what was the place I went to that began with B? The big house with a maze and giant chess in the garden. Burley maze. Burley. Oh, I had the... Midge, there's a big... Burry. 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 Not, not Berry. Not Bewley. Berkeley. Berkeley. <laughs> Burgle. Bo... 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 Winston Churchill grew up there. Bath? No, not... No, <laughs> it's an old country house. I, f- I keep forgetting what it's called. I was there. I went in the maze. Um... Lemington. Lemington? Yeah. Lemington? Is it... Where's the B in Lemington? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, hang on a second. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Just someone call me up and tell me what I'm talking about. It's an old... There we go. Line 8, what am I talking about? Hello? Hello, what am I talking about? Um, I don't know what you're talking about, but the house you was in, I think it was Sprouston Manor. No, it wasn't Frouston Manor. We talk, idiot. <laughs> uh, hang on a minute. Line nine. 
Uh, line nine, what place am I talking about? Blenheim Palace. Ble- Thank you, sir. Blenheim, Blenheim Palace. Uh-huh. So I went to Blenheim Palace. I can't remember why I was talking about it now. Went to Blenheim Palace. Yeah. And they've got a maze Did you there. really, though? Yeah, I did. I was in Blenheim Palace. For the for Saturday. And they've got a maze there. We only went there because there's, there's an hour's drive, but they had a maze. It's like, well, we're going to go. I haven't been in a maze for years. Got in the maze, and it's got the instructions. It says, right, to do this maze, uh, uh, to do this maze, you've got to find your way to the statue in the centre, and that's that's the end of the maze. And we walked in, and we were by the statue straight away. It's like, well... How did uh, you must have kept to the left all the time, then. Keep to the, that's what you have to do, is keep to the left, <laughs> to the left. Everything you own in the bags to the left, in the club. Anyway, yeah. It turns out we'd gone in the exit, and we came out the entrance, and that blew my mind. And I was, di- I, the rest, I spent the rest of the afternoon going, oh, come on, the bloody, we're in the wrong bloody entrance, we're in the exit. I was really annoyed. But then I thought, actually, it's harder to come out of the entrance than it is to come out of the exit. I, tur- I turned a negative, Midge, into yeah. a positive. Uh-huh. Why do we like mazes so much? I don't know. It's quite fun, though, isn't it? And all that, uh, you get all them extra leaves and stuff like that. On extra it. leaves and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Extra <laughs> leaves and stuff. We like mazes because we get extra... I think you went to uh, we, we, a we... in Amsterdam called the Palace. Oh, and, you know, and all that smoking with Chris and all that. And, and then, well, this this will yeah. blow your mind. This will make you think I was hallucinating. I then played a giant chess set. They've got a giant, giant chess in the garden. I'm playing giant chess. Oh, excellent. And then, and get, no, get this right. This is messed up, man. They had a butterfly house, right? A, a house, a butterfly house. And it's like, you, you go in, and it's like, really, it's like a greenhouse, okay, for butterflies. Yeah. And you go, and it's full, full of butterflies. I was with someone, I was like, yeah, I'll go in the butterfly house. I don't know, not a problem with that. Oh, it was, it was horrible. It was, it was in there, and all the <laughs> butterflies, gardens, the butterflies are beautiful, okay? It's really small, this place, like a long sort of narrow corridor with two aisles down it. And the butterflies, beautiful. <laughs> Amazing colours. And they weren't moving. I thought, this is fine, I can do this. This is fine. You know you were into nature stuff. I'm not. <laughs> I was trying to impress a girl. I got three quarters of the way down the down the aisle, and I turned and I saw a fella on the other aisle. He had a big butterfly on his back. I thought, oh, this is <laughs> these things can land on you. Oh, you didn't, did you? <laughs> and then, I didn't swat it. I was tempted. I, I had a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> and then, I took a couple of steps forward, and suddenly... These butterflies were dive-bombing down, and they started swooping. And what I did, and this is absolutely true, I'm going to act it out for your benefit, Helen. I was stood there, I put my hand over my mouth, I bent, I bent down, and I said to the girl, you're on your own, I'm out. And I ran out, I did a David Lloyd, I ran out of there, and I, sla- I slammed the door shut behind me. And she, the girl came, girl came and said, what, what, what are you doing that for? I said, because I'm not... I'm not spending another second in there. Supposing one of those gets in my mouth. Yeah, you Oh, you've ruined it. Oh, you've ruined it. I wanted to go to the butter. You can stay in there. I'm going to go and sit outside on a wall. Oh, no. disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Making me do a Lloyd in there. Hey, you know butterflies? I do. You do what pigeons do. I don't know. Do, do butterflies poop? <laughs> There's a very good question. I don't know. Isn't it? Anyway, Mitch, I've got to go now. Anyway, cheers, Ian. Thank you. Good I'm lad. Back. Yeah, yes, Bye. yes, yes. Yeah, I didn't know what you said. Gulliard, good evening. Good evening. Let's go to G-Man. Hello, G-Man. Good evening. Uh, yeah, uh, Derek, sorry, I'm talking to the G-Man. Hi, hi, Ian. What? Hey, G-Man. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, good. What? 
Good, good show. Derek, sorry, we'll come to you in a second. If My we can... name's not Derek, mate. You're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, Derek, if we can fit you in before nine o'clock, we will. Otherwise, we'll have to speak to you on another night. Uh, G-Man, do you want to do a travel report? Yeah, why not? Let yeah, me that'd be get good. the oh. old uh, travel bed sorted yeah, out. That'd be okay, good. here we go. Hang on a second. Cheers. It's time now to get the latest LBC 97.3. Shut up. The LBC 97.3 ah. travel news with G-Man. Hi there, this is the uh, G-Man, isn't it? Um, There's a lot of traffic out there on the roads. Um, There's been some trouble with some other things. Um, But uh, on the whole, good evening. You know, it's a good evening. Uh, And that's the travel, innit? Uh, Stay gangster. Oh, there we go. Excellent. Can I I just say, Ian, that your, your weekend away sounded like an episode of The Prisoner. (laughs) <laughs> butterflies and mazes Mazes and giants, yes, yes. It, 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 was, it was kind of similar. You know what, Ian? <laughs> y- yes, Derek. You know what? Yes. I've had enough of this. Okay. What? Yeah. Derek, I... down. Derek, I've heard... Uh, coming down. I've heard from a very reliable source that... Coming you, down to LBC. You were very rude about me and Chris yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That you were saying that Chris is... What, what, look, Chris is my little... What were you saying? Chris is my puppet. I'm Chris's puppet. Something like that. Is that? You're naughty, mate. Yeah, that's You're what. You're in trouble. That's what was being said to me, Derek. Yeah, it was G-Man. Yeah. Good. Good. You should see what he sent to me by through MySpace. Really? What did he say? What, what was he, this? He, he sent me a little threat saying, "See you on the radio tonight." We oh. won't see each other. That's where you're wrong. I'm not, well, I'm not stupid enough to put that. I, I can stitch you in if you want. I still got it. Yeah, put, do, do forward it on to me, G-Man. Of course and, I will, uh, yes, no. Uh, also, yes, I've noticed G. you've got 5,000 friends now. I've got, yeah, I know. Oh, if you're an idiot. 5,000. I don't know. I, I, I kind of came back from the weekend, and of course the first thing I did was I went on MySpace. Oh, of course. And I've got, I've got like 5,006 friends, and I was going to do a big thing and take the, take the 5,000th friend out and for yeah. a, a sex date and stuff like that. It didn't happen in the end, no. so it, we, we kind of glossed over it. Plus, but. I don't know if you've noticed that... Um, Mucky Sarah was on TalkSport the weekend. I heard about this, yes, with uh, Mike Mendozov. And the first thing she did when he said hello was a big good evening. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Fan. So she kept up. Mike Mendoza is afraid of Ian Lee. Did it, at any point did he say, This is disgusting. I... No, he was actually. He, she was. She was kind of complimenting him, and he was going yeah. on about some t-shirts about he's bought going to keep of the same rubbish. T-shirt. Yeah, Derek, listen, we're not got time for you, so I'm going to cut you off now, Derek. Bye, Derek. Yeah, you, you're... Di- Bye, Derek. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, d- I didn't hear it, but, uh, yes, I, I, I believe yeah. that, um, I, I, yes, said it I thought, I heard it, it's on, it's on her site, and she came across very well. Good, well, well, well done, her. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, good, good. But, man. obviously, you know, not good appearing on, um, Sport Talk. Well, hey, listen, man, I've, I've been on Sport Talk in various guises, not as myself, obviously, that would possibly <laughs> no, stretch... Not. Oh, no, hang on, it wouldn't stretch my contract, because James Max has got a show on there, and he's got one on here! Really? Oh, very naughty. Ah. Um, I also heard James O'Brien earlier, um, stealing your whole show. I know. We're, today we're <laughs> going to do a show where you decide the agenda. Hang on, we do that every single day, O'Brien. Had he just run out of ideas by Tuesday? I think he possibly <laughs> had. G-Man, I've got, it's good to speak to you, I've got to go. Pleasure. Take Cheers. care, fellow. James O'Brien, of course, excellent show. Mondays to Fridays, 10 to 1. It's not the first time he's stolen ideas. It won't be the last. C97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Oh. I meant to try and find that James O'Brien rap. That's what I meant to look for, and I did find it once, didn't I? A bit, give me a second. Tell them where it is. Oh, they're having a chitty chat. Why would they remember anything? 
Is it? It's not. Is it in his folder though? Is it? Yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> um, no, I can't. I found it once before. Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. It's not really. Um, oh, hang on a second. Is, uh, here we go. This is it. I think this is it. Away you go. Oh, come on, knee and sing with me. Come on, knee and sing with me. Hey, little hen, when, when, when we lay me your neck for my tea. No, that wasn't it. Oh, hang on. Is this it? What have I done here? Oh, no. Oh, Crikey, Maxie, Maxie, quick. The microphones are going on in about 30 seconds and we've what? completely forgotten about the theme tune. The, you know, the, the big number that sums up who I am, puts across the What's essence this? of my personality. It defines who you are, that kind of thing, that's, yeah. That's, we haven't got one. What, what, oh God. Um, what about Let Me Entertain You by Robbie Williams? Um, Especially from his uh, life Maybe a, a Beatles song. Yeah. Um, Nowhere Man. Oh, come on. You've you got to take this seriously. I'm, I'm on stage in a moment. We Will Rock You by mm. Queen. Yes! Still thinking Beatles. Um, I'm a loser. <sighs> right, uh, this Maxie is. Loves I, the I'm trusting you to get this right. Okay, I've got to go and get ready. I, I'm on stage. This is this is you. Th I'm relying on you, mate. Acting. Okay. Um, hang on. What about this one? Oh God. I'm going through James O'Brien's folder. It's a bit naughty. You shouldn't really. What's this? Good morning, James. Hello. Enjoy your show. Much better than that, Ian Lee. What? <laughs> Hang on a minute, let's try this one. I went and looked at the football pitch that we're running around today. Yeah. I've won this. I've, I, I, <laughs> I was yesterday, mean, I was all nervous. Wow. I have won this race. <laughs> this race is in the bag. The bag has been tied up and put out with the rubbish. It was collected on Tuesday. I have totally, <laughs> I have totally won this race. This is all in James O'Brien's folder. Listen, this race is happening on Monday. It is not a problem. Yesterday I was worried. I oh, do I sound young? Tony's in Crouch End. Morning, oh, Tony. James! Dave, did you ever hear me phone up James O'Brien's show? No. Oh, well, this is it. Have a listen to this. Tony's okay. in Crouch End. Morning, Tony. James! Yes. You're fat, you're bald, you've got man boobs, <laughs> Ian Lee has got beautiful, slim, athletic legs, and he is going to destroy you so much on Monday, you are going to cry like a bed until Christmas and 2006. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. You don't stand a chance. You, you. Don't... Oh, yeah. And listen, listen, Dave. Chris has reminded me. James nearly swears. Okay. Yeah. Listen to James losing his professional cool. Thank you, Tony. You don't stand a chance. You, you don't stand a chance. And I hope all of your listeners realise that when it's you Ian. lose the race, you it's lose Ian their Lee. respect. It's Ian Lee doing a really bad no. accent. No, it's not Ian Lee doing listen a really it. bad. Listen, oh, I hate you, Dave. <laughs> oh, it cuts just before the swear, which is perhaps a good thing. Uh, anyway, enough of going through James's folder. James, uh, James O'Brien, Mondays to Fridays, ten till one, something like that. David, what can I do for you? Yeah, um, right. Well, I'm a first-time caller. Okay. Oh, sorry, um, I shouldn't have messed around so much then. I should have been a little bit more right. polite. I wouldn't expect anything else. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I've listened to your podcast for ages, but, um, I've only actually just got a radio. <laughs> what, sorry, what? <laughs> well, no, I... So, I, everyone has a radio, don't they? Well, yeah, but, um, when you were on earlier, I didn't really get to listen to you because I was working. Oh, OK, uh, yes. Only, only recently, and, uh, my sister got me an alarm clock for my birthday, so I've been listening on there. Well, she must really love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, going back to the, uh, baggage handling... Oh, yes, it, we were talking about yeah. luggage, and how luggage is the dirtiest thing in the world, and that they don't, you, you don't know what happens to it once you give it to that lady at Heathrow. Yeah, yeah, but you said that they opened your case. Yeah. Well, 
I, I went away a couple of years ago, and um, I, I, I always have a padlock on my case, just one of those little ones that, you, that you've got the combinations for. Yeah. And um, I forgot to lock it, didn't I? And uh, I got I got to uh, Corfu. Um, I, I opened my case, realised that I hadn't locked it. Mm. I had a look in there. Everything had been, like, messed around and that. Yeah. And uh, I had this box that I'd had a watch in. Yeah. I opened the box. There's no. no watch. No. Yeah. Do you know what? I never padlock my suitcase. Is that stupid oh. of me? Yeah, it is. All I, I do is I, I zip it up. I do. The, if I can be bothered, I'll do the straps. If I again, it's a chore. But if I if if I'm forced to, I'll put a little tag on it saying who I am. <laughs> but I never padlock the case. Uh, I always padlock it. That's uh, the one time that I haven't, and I've lost the watch. Did you ever get your watch back? No sods. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought about claiming on the insurance, but fifty quid excess for. A- 80 quid watch, not really worth it, is the it? The maths doesn't add up. Well, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry about that, but you made me think maybe... I didn't know that people actually padlock their cases. If anyone else does, 870 Because I know you, you, when you're in the airport and you, you go, you go, you've got an hour to kill, so you go to Boots, you go yeah. to Dixon's, and you think, well, maybe I do need another travel plug. And uh, and <laughs> they do sell the um, the little padlocks there. Yeah. Um, and I had one once. Why? I ended up having one. But I never use it. And the thing is, though, those padlocks, let's be honest, you wouldn't put that on your house, would you? Oh, it's, no, they're rubbish. It's not going to stop some dude breaking in. No. I, mean, that's it. I did it's, use it's, them it's, once. It's, I had I had them once, and I lost the key, so I had to snap my way in, and it was easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. But, no, I used the little combination one. Oh. So. Uh, Dave, listen, thanks for that. Yeah. Good All first right. call. Call again, 870 No one's phoned in. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go on a whim here, Chris. Let's all hover. Line one, you're on the wireless. It was a bottle. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? I remember what I was going My brain is all over the place, because I've just remembered what I was going to say to Midge earlier on when I was talking about, um, Blenheim Palace. I forgot where it was again. I had to read an email there to remember where I'd been at the weekend. Seriously, I'm getting older. What I was going to talk about was the Oscars, in the fact that the only tiny bit of TV I saw over the weekend was about the Oscars. And then when I was driving, uh, back, and I listened to a bit of BBC Swindon, GWR Swindon, and they were talking about the Oscars. Oh, it was awful. The, the 80s, the 90s, and the now, or something. Awful. And it was the Oscars. Driving back into, to London that evening, it's talking about the Oscars. Does anyone care about the Oscars? I don't think anyone actually... And what I saw was on Monday morning, BBC Breakfast, Monday morning, and they had Kate, the new Natasha Kaplinsky, whoever she is, Kate somebody, and she was at the Oscars and obviously had nothing to say. So she's, she's going, well, we're going to try and get a um, famous actor to come and talk to me until, until then. Look at my dress. She actually said, look at my dress. And that, she started talking about her dress. She's the reporter. And I, I made a joke saying, yeah, she's going to talk about her shoes next. And she did. The bloke Dermot Murnahan went, well, it's a lovely dress. I see you went for the red one. Let's have a look at the shoes. Well, no, let's not. And the reason they do that is, uh, and it's a boring reason, but uh, if you're doing a live satellite link-up, you have to book the time you get the satellite for. You book it. You book, like, eight-minute windows. And it costs thousands of pounds. Thousands of pounds. And so they were thinking, well, we've booked this eight-minute window... We ain't wasting this 15 grand, 10 grand, whatever it is. Get the silly woman to talk about her shoes. And she did. And it was the most awful thing. But, Alan, are you interested in the Oscars? 
Not at all, no. I, but you see, that lady did a bit a couple of days ago about which dress she was going to choose. Oh, did she? So the dress was actually an ongoing part of the saga? It was, it was a very interesting, sort of, probably more interesting than the than the actual Oscar. I, I was going to actually tell you something about your visa, but... Oh, yeah, please do. I've, I've been looking at something much more interesting. Okay. Is it is it um, uh, a mucky website? It's kind of a mucky website. Fantastic. You mentioned the events in New York a few years ago, which leads to this visa problem. I've been watching some very interesting footage Uh that was on the BBC. Conspiracy theorist, is it? No, no, it's not conspiracy at all, because it was a a BBC... It's BBC footage. Okay, yeah. When they they announce that one of the buildings has collapsed. Oh, yeah. But they, they announce it before it's collapsed. They announced it half an hour before it's collapsed. Right. They call it the Salomon Building, which right. is actually building number seven. It's on the internet now. You can right. download it. Okay. And at oh, five to five... Yes. New York time, they announced that this building has collapsed. And what 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 are you saying? What's it, what? Well, I'm saying that it's a mystery, isn't it? I, I don't, how, how did they... I can explain it. Go on, then. They made a mistake. Yeah, but... They don't have you, to know you, that the building will collapse. No, they don't have to know. A well, plane hits a building. No, no, it's no, it's not one of those. It wasn't the ones that the plane hit. It was the third one. Oh yeah, because the third tower collapsed. Did you know this, Chris? The third tower collapsed. I didn't know this until recently. Building, it collapsed, yeah. but the BBC announced that it had collapsed. Half How would the BBC years. have uh, advance notice of this? Well, I, well, you see, you see if it was a if it was a government plot or if it was a terrorist plot, whatever it was, I doubt that the BBC would be involved. Exactly. So, so that's the mystery. How did they announce it? How did they manage to announce it half an hour before it? I don't know. I don't. I don't understand quite what you're saying. Well, obviously there was a press release. It was actually an AP press, an associated press release. Right. So where did that come from? Well, we don't know. I mean, this is the point. This is this no. is what I've been trying to get through to the BBC earlier to ask them how the how they got why they got this press release that right. the building had already collapsed. Well, Alan, half it's, an hour before it collapsed. It's one of those spooky, spooky mysteries. I right, get this. Go on. This is, um... Blow my mind. We'll be... Tra- we'll, we'll, Alan we'll Joyce can wait. We'll Alan Joyce can wait, because this guy yeah. is gonna... Uh, Alan, I hope no, you don't please. mind... No, 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 oh. I'm fascinated. Because this guy knows Honestly. stuff that we don't know. Yeah. Go on. Okay, look. <laughs> yes, Alan. Not Alan Joyce, Alan in, in Muswell Hill. Okay. They cut to a live reporter in right. this piece of news footage. A live oh. reporter with okay. live pictures from New York. Okay. He's talking about this building that has collapsed. Right. Mm. And the building is standing in the background. So she's saying this building has collapsed. And then literally... But then why would they do, why would they do that? After they go off the air. Well, obviously they didn't know that that was the building that they were talking about. Right. But it was, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very mysterious thing, and it... Yes. Um, I, I, Alan, I'm going to fade you down, because it is mysterious. It's also incredibly dull. <laughs> Mr. Joyce, I, I can only apologise. No, 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 I no, thought he was going to tell us something there. Mm. Um... Uh, let's play the music and then it's it's uh, over to you, fella. Good work. Oh, we're going to start in Isha of Port. Ian Lee's good evening. Well, we've not spoken for a while, have we, Barnsworth? <laughs> no, we, we haven't. We nearly entered a, a September the eleventh conspiracy theory thing there, and do you know what? I can't be bothered. No, he sounded I'm... like a nice fella. I don't want to be rude to him, but no, most no. of them are rubbish theories anyway. Sorry. Most of them are rubbish series. Yes, and I, d- I couldn't quite get to what his his point was, really. We, had, we had to watch a video, actually, on one of them. Oh. Um, as part of 
something that we were doing for university. Oh, yes. And it's that Loose Change one. I don't know if you've heard of it. And It's, just it's what one? Oh, Loose Change, I have heard of it. Yeah. I had, for a while, I had a, I had a period where people would c- continually send me a link to this Loose Change, saying, you must watch this. Yeah, good uh, good imagination, whoever wrote that. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I, hey, why can't people just accept that maybe, sometimes... Things just happen, you know. Yeah. Princess Diana, she just had a car crash. That's all. Mm. Uh, those buildings uh, were crashed into by some terrorists that hijacked some planes. Mm. You know, things happen. Yeah. Why is the why does the government? Why do big force? Why do other forces? People look for explanations, look for people to blame because yeah. they don't know what else to hey, do. Maybe JFK was just shot by Lee Harvey Oswald uh, <laughs> from a, a, a book depository. Do you know? I only you know he, he, Lee Harvey Oswald was in a book depository. Okay. Do you know what a book depository is? Library. It's a library. I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know that until until it, it was about three or four years ago. Is that sort of like common sense, though? Think about it. it. Well, it is common <laughs> sense, and I should have thought of it. Book depository. Yeah, okay. And I'd always accepted it as just one of those. Fra- Paul, did you know what a book depository was? I certainly did, sir. Okay. Uh, it's always struck me as it's one of those odd phrases, uh, but now I, you know, I know what it means. Oh, hang on. Is that Paul, who's Charlotte Church's cousin? That's correct. Good lad. Be with, be, be with you in a second. Feel free to chip in. Well, yeah. Yes. Anyway, Barnsworth, what may I... I was in Barnsley, uh, at the weekend. Were you? It turns out there are two Barnsleys in the country. Is there? Whereabouts are you? In, like, Cots... I was in Cotsworld. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one in Cotsworld. <laughs> Is there? Yeah, there's a Barnsley in Cotsworld. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, universe. <laughs> this is the worst. No, it's lazy namers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> lazy, lazy namers. I bet well, we were the second one. Yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. But, uh, Paul, do you know of any other Barnsleys? Not personally, no. Okay. I wouldn't mind getting known that one. Sorry? I wouldn't mind getting known that, getting known, getting to know that Barnsley. What, the one in the Cotswold? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's only a small village. Oh, right. Yeah. So, Barnsley. <laughs> 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 Are you still hanging about with uh, Alfired's daughter, Paul? I certainly am. Good lad. Uh, so, Barnsworth, what can I do for you? I was going to tell you that the chair thing is used for suitcases that the lady already told yeah, me. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand what the point of that is. I did it until I saw one, and you know they're quite heavy as well, and you can't lift them on your bed. Like, if you're a woman, uh, like Why would you want to put one on your bed? These like, are the little kind of chair the things. The Oh, the suit. Yeah. You can lift you a suitcase. You can put a suitcase on the bed. What are you talking about? You you have to lift a suitcase to get it to wherever you're going. No, if you've got one of them that you pull. Oh, yeah, good. You've got me there. got me there. (laughs) They're usually found in posh hotels as well, I've found. Well, well, um, I've... I've, No, I've come across them in in scuzzy little hotels as well, actually. Oh, it must just be around here, then. Yes, I don't (laughs) think... It's a strange thing to have, but... I was in a four-poster bed at the weekend. Were you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to look up on the internet. I'm going to show Chris... The hotel room. Um, hang on a minute. In fact, let's... We can all have a look at it. If you type in Bibbury Court Hotel, B-I-B-U-R-Y, Court Hotel. Um, oh, Paul, you're right. I'm all right. Good lad. You, you're <laughs> right, Barnsworth. Yeah, I'm all right. So it's BibburyCourt.com. I'm going to show... Chris, I'm going to show you the room I was in. Hang on a minute. Um, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's outside. This is the hotel. I didn't see that bit of the hotel. That's not it. That's not it. Oh, where do we get to the room? Oh, here we go. Um, that's my room! That's the room I stayed in! Lastminute.com. Got it. <laughs> Look at those four posts. 
On the bed. Yeah. That's the room. Yeah. That settee wasn't there. It was a leather settee. Oh, oh no, there's the leather settee. That settee was there. That's, that's the TV I watched the woman talking about her dress on. Was that TV? Through that door, it's the bathroom. Had a wee in there. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. And out the front is the front. There you see. Room nine. Room number nine are the memories. Did you close the curtains on the bed? You couldn't. They could only came round to about a quarter of the way round, so you oh, couldn't. Okay. Yeah, I thought that. I, we, I was going planning to pull the curtains around on the bed and, um... Yeah, romantic. Well, no, just just for a <laughs> laugh, just to see what it felt like sleeping in something that was enclosed. Oh, I bet that's claustrophobic. Uh, well, I never got to find out. <laughs> oh, it's a nice room. Room number nine. Oh, dear. Anyway, right, a little bit boring. Right, so, Barnsworth, anything else before I speak to Paul about uh, uh, Charlotte Church? No, that's it. I'll let Charlotte Church... Discuss. You can... Do you want to stay on the line and listen, Barnsworth? <laughs> it's a bit scary, this fella. Uh, I know. Scary, not... Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Paul? Bit scary rubbish. Yes. Uh, do you believe in September the 11th? Absolute rubbish. No, it happened. Yes, well, so well. Yes, so what indeed, yes. Several thousand people died, so what. Anyway, Paul, what what have you called in for today? Right, well, I've got a good bit of news. Oh, yeah. Yes, would you like to interview uh, uh, Miss Church, Churchy? Charlotte Church, your cousin? Yes. I'm all right, actually, now. Oh. I don't really fancy it now, to be honest. The moment's gone oh, a bit. Oh, well. Just thought it might be interesting. Nah, the moment's gone. It was good the other week when she was going to come on, but I, I, I can't be bothered. Oh, well. Just thought you might be interested. She's uh, been the Ritz on the... in March. Oh, right, the Ritz, you say? Mm. Oh, so... Uh... I can give Chris the details. Yeah, or Chris could get them from Sophie Davidson. Mm. Yeah. Oh. That's good. That's, that's piqued your interest, isn't it? No comment. No comment. How about... Okay. I'm going to say some names, and you say uh, either comment or no comment, okay? Right. Sophie Davison. No comment. Joe Parkinson. No comment. Helen Mirren. Tart. No, hang on, that's not you, that's not, the comment or no comment is all you're saying. No comment. Okay. Um, Jade Goody. Comment. Oh, Okay. That other girl who wasn't racist in the house, the fit model, Danielle, whatever her name was, who was going out with Teddy Sheringham. No comment. Keely. No comment. Um, Sam Fox. Oh, no comment. Oh, no comment. Yeah. Um, Barnsworth, any lady? Let me get, hang on, I've got the paper here. Let's have a, <laughs> oh, look, see get some comment. Hang on. Um, that Danielle isn't going out with Teddy, anymore. No, I know, they've, they've yeah, split up. Well, she's a bit of an old slapper. Oh, Barnsworth, don't speak about Barnsworth like that. No, I'm not talking about Barnsworth. She's a bit of all right. Yeah, she's a bit of all right. All right, yeah. Just she'll... like old Mikey, Sa- Mikey Sarah. Yeah. Shil Pachetti. Yeah. No comment. Um, uh, any of the Spice Girls? <laughs> Depends which you're on about. Jerry Halliwell. Comment. Mel C. Comment. Mel B. No comment. Mel D. No comment. Baby Spice. Comment. The other one. Oh, the old slapper one. Uh, not old Beckham. No, oh, God, blah, blah, blah. All right, oh, that's, um... Oh, what is, what is wrong with you, Paul? For goodness sakes, have a bit of respect for, for women. Um, but this it says me, the man who's listing women to see if he says comment or no comment. Yes, I, yeah. I really... Oh, okay. Claudia Winkleman. Oh, yes. Yeah. No comment. Oh, hang on. Oh, I'm confused. Is no comment good or bad? Bad. So, so, but, so, comment is when you'd, you'd, you'd have sex with them? Yeah. Okay, right. No, really, no comment for Claudia Winkleman? No. Um, Uma Thurman? No comment. Um, Jesus? <laughs> no 
<laughs> no, 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 don't blaspheme. OK, well, that was a fun game, wasn't it, Paul? It certainly was, sir. OK, well, good lad. Well, listen, if you can get Charlotte Church on the phone, that'll be great. Now, if you want to meet up in the Ritz in March, I can give Chris the details. OK, please, please do, and we'll, we'll, we'll sort that out. Oh. Also, um, could you do the, um, were you in the old floating kitchen programme, the old, um, commentary? Program? Oh, yes, I, what that was, me. Did you watch that? I did on the old, um, Discovery Channel. It was my voice. Certainly was, sir. Good lad, Paul. Thank you for that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. sir. Uh, thank you, Barnsworth. Thank you. There we go. That was lovely, wasn't it? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm kind of vaguely interested in what that bloke was saying now about the building. Now I'm thinking about it. I shouldn't have been quite so harsh with him. So this dude phones up and he says that the BBC announced that one of the three buildings that fell down on September 11th fell down before it actually fell down. But then you start looking. Uh, you start looking at that, and then you have to dissect. Someone just sent me an email with a link to it, and um, oh, I, ca- I can't. I've got. I've got too many things to do in my life. I can't have a look at that. Well, if someone can send me the direct link to the YouTube page, I'll have a little look at it. But, but that's it. More be calls coming up after the latest LBC news. Yeah, the Monday. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, do I, I do a Paulie Rossi and. Uh, it's an idea, isn't it? I'll speak to the new management. Right. Oh, what's going on here? Right. Yes. Uh, Neil. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, how are you? Uh, do you know, I'm, I'm really enjoying the show tonight, and I think I it's been... You can't wait till March, can you? Well, March? Yeah, in the Ritz with Charlotte. Oh, yes, I'm looking forward to, to that. Paul's cousin there, uh, Paul, who's Charlotte Judge's cousin, giving us details of Chris's... Chris, what information did he give you? Um, I've got, uh, the reference number for the hotel room and the name of the hotel room. It's the... Don't, well, don't give it out on the radio, well, it's mate. it's positive, isn't it? It's pretty positive. Yeah, don't give it out on the radio, mate. For goodness sake, she'll have all kinds of fruitcakes turning up. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Neil, what can I do for you? Um, aside, that, um, you know the, uh, Twin Towers thing? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I heard yeah. that the reason that they were, um, demolished... Yeah. ...was because they found the studio in the basement where they filmed the fake moon landings. Oh, that would, you know what, that would kind of make some sort of sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. That, that, that would all tie up, yes. Yeah, that's why they did it. Now, um, <laughs> yeah. about our cases and travelling and, yes. um, having your bags robbed. Yes. Well, I, I found I've this got, out a while. I've got a funny pocket on my pocket, isn't that weird? Who would have what? I've got, I'm wearing these kind of vaguely combatty trousers. They're not quite, but all my jeans are dirty, so I've got yeah. these on. But these trousers, they're kind of like a khaki colour. Yeah. And if I go for a tinkle... Yeah. And... You know sometimes when you have a tinkle, yeah. and you, you, um, you, you pack everything, I've got to be so delicate, you pack everything away, but as you're packing away, like a little Wind drop- it up and pack it away, yeah. yeah. a little drop falls on your- if it's jeans, you don't notice. Don't. You, you don't notice. These, it, it, it just looks like you've weeds down your leg if you get any form of moisture on it at all. Yeah. So I'm wearing these, and I've got pockets on the legs. Yeah. Which look, feel like a good idea, but then when you put stuff in it and you try to run, it's weird. But there's a pocket on- the pocket. My favourite is the pockets in pockets. How, oh, yeah, good pocket you inside can really a pocket. Hide things in them. I like jeans, the jean pocket, and then there's like the little sort of tiny pocket at the top of the pocket I inside. Because I don't know what they're for. All jeans oh. are gone, but what are they for? It's, it's, it's where you. Helen, for goodness sake, no. It's put, for zippos or. I, it's for lighters or for illegal things, or I like to put like a, a plectrum in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. It's good for little plectrums. Quite often I'll wear a pair of jeans and I'll pull out a couple of plectrums and think, oh, I haven't played guitar or for years. Mouse. 
or a mouse. Yes. Anyway, no, the yes. cases. Yes. Uh, and uh, I found out quite, quite a while ago that um, yes. if you have a battered, tatty, uh, beaten up case, Yes. And you're travelling with someone with a really nice case with yeah. a lock on it. Yes. You can keep the valuables in the tatty case yeah. and, the, and the nice case will get broken into. Do, is, is this a regular thing then? Cases getting broken oh, into yeah. when you're travelling, yeah, yeah, is it? Definitely, 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 yeah. Definitely. And, and, and it's rife. Um, can I say it's rife in English airports? Uh, you can certainly say it's rife in English airports. Yeah, it's rife, yes. especially Heathrow. Yeah. Rife is a good name for a band, isn't it? Rife. Rife. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Rife. Yeah! Yeah, right at English airports. Yeah, yeah, so, right, and that'll be the name of their first album at English yeah. airports. <laughs> it works, doesn't it? No, um, no, Heathrow is terrible. It really is really bad. Oh. And uh, no, but that's a, a genuine good way of not getting your case broken into. I had a, a dive computer. My friend of mine dives computers in, in uh, my case, and he yeah. had his watch and things in his case. Oh. A dive computer. Yeah. What's that? You, you know those big things you wear on your wrist when you go diving. Oh, I uh, know. I don't. Deep you are and all that. I don't know these things. No. Which way's up? I take all my gadgets with me, hand luggage. Uh, for example, I will be taking my PSP, which is. I've, uh, well, what's great Are you is. You're a gadget fiend. Are you really gadgety? Yeah, yeah. But I get you gadgets. The gadget show. Sorry? You watch the gadget show. Yeah, I saw a bit of it last night. I've I never seen it before. That would be an ideal vehicle for you. I th- when I saw that, I thought, oh. now this is what the show's missing. Especially because. Is it Susie Perry presents it? Yeah. Mm. With the, with the, look, look at it straight and you can see up her nose. Yo, she's a beautiful lady. Right. And she's, uh, she is nice. I yeah. like when she does the bikes and all that. Yes, the leathers. Yeah. Claudia Winkleman. I... Yes. Comment or no comment? Oh, comment. Really? Oh, yeah, that definitely. Fringe. That fringe is scary. I didn't used to like her. I didn't think you think she's any good. And then I met her, and I did a couple of things with her. And well, I, I had this with a couple of people. I remember meeting Mark Durden-Smith, I thought was terrible. Then once I met him, I thought, actually, you're quite funny. Yeah. But I thought it's she it's was it's great. It's After I'd met her, I thought she was fantastic and really she sexy. She was someone famous. Eve Pollard. Eve Pollard sorted, that's it. So she's, uh, in a, you know, she's not one who got there on her own, off her own back sort of thing. Well, she's I don't, do you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit of nepotism, to be honest. I, I, I think the people who complain about nepotism are yeah. jealous. I would have loved it if there had been an, an easier, uh, uh, way into this no, kind of business. but then you've got there on your own merit, though, aren't, aren't you? You uh, haven't got there Who gives us stuff, really, at the end of the day? You know, well, you, you get mean, there, you, you get there. Really, nobody can really... The thing is, I think you, you, get, you can money. get there, you can get there with help, but you can only sustain it if you're any good, I think. Yeah, that's true. That uh, true. I think that's, that. you know, you, you can get a certain amount of, uh, exposure and, uh, doors open for you if you if you're connected to a name. But then to be doing it five, ten years later, you have to be kind of fairly good. Yeah, they, and they all, you know, oh, i tell you what I saw today. Sorry. What? I watched the biggest piece of cack I've ever seen in my life today. I've not, well, I'm I not, saw something last night I got to you. I, I, I've not watched daytime TV for a long time. Yeah. What I was thinking about today, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I was trying to have a doze. I couldn't. Turned on, so the last 15 minutes, Coronation Street Confidential. Three, three till 3.30, ITV. Coronation Street Confidential. Presented by two ex-soap actors. Presented by, um, is it Terry Dwyer, the blonde girl who used to be in Hollyoaks, and is it Jonathan Edwards, Jeremy Edwards, not the sportsman. No, no, the actor who was in Holby City and went out with Rachel Stevens. Oh, no, I'm and it's them interviewing the people from Coronation Street. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I never, ever, ever watched soap, so I can't really... I don't watch them anymore. Sinbad's gonna be in it soon. Anyway. What time did you get home? Tonight. Yeah, well, like, we usually when you work in the week. Were uh, you working last night? You no, there? I'll get home. Did you see, did you see After News Night last night on BBC Two? Mm. They do that organ thing with the organist. Have you seen that? What? Have you not seen it? It's fantastic. It's, it's, uh, his name's John, uh, John Scott 
Whitley, I think. Right. Was, if you do a Google on him, he'd be really fantastic. He's a very, very good organ player. You know, he's a, you know, professional probably, or orchestral. Yeah. John Scott Wigley. Whitley, W-H-I-T-L-E-Y. John yeah. Scott. Uh, double barrel. Yeah. And uh, it's a Victor Lewis Smith production. He's, uh, he's behind it. Oh, that fella, he was right about me in The Standard yesterday. Did he write about, oh, then you get in there, really, aren't you? Well, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the best. But what they do, he just goes into a church or a a cathedral that somebody's got a a big, stately, grand old organ. Yeah. And uh, he plays the organ and it's just a a classical piece of music and an organ. No talking, no commentary, and they just do close-ups and the keys and they pull the stops out and all that kind of thing. And it's absolutely fascinating and it's enthralling to watch. I see what and I saw last... after news night. I'm not sure... I, oh, sure right. oh, well, I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, I see what I saw... Anything on Google on him? What I saw last night. No, not a lot, actually. Not enough for me to read out. Oh, okay. I watched the sleep, uh, programme on BBC. Yeah! It's brilliant. What about the, it, uh, it, It's brilliant. Basically... Who's your favourite? Who's your favourite? I'll be explaining it quickly to It's freaks that sleep, like, have, like, mad sleep. So yeah. there's one guy whose brain doesn't switch off the bit of it when you go to sleep young, and dream, young fella and the old bloke with the mistake. well the old fella who, who's, who hasn't got the mechanism in his head so when he sleeps he acts out his dreams so he's like yeah. kicking an effing and he gets in. really aggressive doesn't he and then there was the young fella who in the middle of the night he just gets up he gets up and he's trying to get out the window and who was he, your favourite last night uh, I, I only saw those two I don't know if they had anyone else no, on no, they, that, they only two there last it night. was the young fella because they, they, they sleep they go to this special hospital room you, shouldn't he? and he'd get up and he'd just look well, around yeah. and they go to this special room and they have all the like the scanners and everything put on them, and he got up and he ripped it off, and he's asleep, and he's trying to get out the window. Yeah, next next week's looks good, though. The all, they're all fast, yeah. all the way through it. Next week's look good. There's a narcoleptic on there, uh, and there's a woman who, there was a woman in tears because her husband does something in his sleep. I can't remember what it was. Probably scream out his girlfriend's name. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, I've got to move on, but thank yes, you for that. Thank you very much. Look, yeah, that, that, that was a nice jitty show, wasn't it? Brilliant programme. Absolutely brilliant. I, I hadn't seen it before. I've, I've got a series linked. Series linked watchdog tonight as well. I, I, I'm living the easy life now. I'm, I'm living la vida loca. It's Mucky Sarah. Good evening. Good evening. How was your weekend? Oh, listen to this email from Julian. Okay. Ian, you blasphemous, xenophobic, xenophobic, I'm not even going to begin to start on the spelling on that, bigoted idiot. How dare you? Even the most ignorant person would not use such language. LBC would be an okay station if it weren't for you and your pathetic show. I don't know what that's, um, about. So clearly one of your best fans. Yes, definitely. I had a fantastic weekend. Thank you very much. Excellent. Excellent. Um, you know that, that, what you're doing, that you're commenting on people, yes or no? Oh, uh, we're saying comment or no comment. I don't quite yes. know how it started out, and I don't quite understand the but rules of the game. This is, this is something better, okay? Yeah. It's called Kill Mary... Shag, can I say that? Well, you can say it once, yes. Okay. But it's actually not called shag, it's some other word. Okay. And um, you name three people, yes. and you have to assign a task, or you have to assign them to one of those categories. Okay. So if I said to you, okay, Agent Chris, Nick Ferrari, James O'Brien, you'd mm. have to decide who do you want to kill, who you'd want to marry. Oh, and who you'd like to make love to. Yeah. Yes, but we th- there is a slightly different version to that, which is um, you just. Uh, uh, oh no, what is the different version to it? Oh, you just say two people, and you have to sleep with one of them. So, uh, Nick Ferrari or James O'Brien? Um, James O'Brien, because he made me one of his top friends in MySpace. Okay. Um, okay. Let me think. Uh, John Prescott uh, 
or um, I'm trying to think of some other kind of fat, ugly old man that you wouldn't want to sleep with. Chris, any ideas? <laughs> Mike Mendoza. John Prescott or Mike Mendoza? No comment. You, But you have to. We're playing the game. Mike Mendoza. Oh, really? Did he charm you then? Yeah, I was charmed. Okay, well, that's that's that's, that's interesting. This is disgusting. Steady on, Mike. Uh, okay, <coughs> um, let me think. Um, I can't think of any fat, ugly old men. Um, oh, Chris has thought someone gone. John Gaunt. John Gaunt or uh, Jeremy Clarkson? I don't know who John Gaunt is, so I'll say Jeremy Clarkson. Okay, and that's how the game goes on, and it's kind of boring, really. Well... Thank you for that. Anyhow, I called in to give you some assistance with this visa. Oh, yes, God almighty. I'm going to be there for six hours, it turns out. Okay, you have to go in with a positive attitude, first yes, of all. Yes, yes, you, you have to think like an American. Oh. I'm going to give you some tips. Okay, yeah. So you can be your best there. Yes. All right, now, if you have a little American flag badge, I would suggest wearing that. Okay, right, yes. All right. Now, if you're going on, like, an artist visa or artist work visa or whatever, yeah. take copies of stuff that you've worked on, because if they're American, they might not have heard of you. Yeah. So you well, let me take old, so tapes of the old 11 o'clock show and stuff like that. That's, I don't yeah, think that's yeah, good yeah. Enough, and, okay, when they ask you about Pakistan, if you have a copy of that movie you shot in Pakistan, yeah. take that with you. Okay. Oh, that's a, good, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, that's a very good idea. And smile a lot. Yes. And... Good evening. <laughs> yeah. That's Good evening. Good evening. Hey, that George Bush, he's a character, isn't he? Anything like that? No, don't make any comments like that. No political comments. Okay, keep on. And, um, and say, you know, after you've finished interviewing with whoever, say, God bless you. Like, in a really sort of cheesy American way. Oh, yeah, get, bring a bit of Christianity in it. Don't, yes. don't, don't, yeah, okay, I've got you there, that, that might but you, work. you can't be a smartass about it, that's no. the thing. You're that's the thing. You're trouble with that. I know, the thing is, I go into these places and people think I'm being sarcastic and being a bit funny, and I'm not, that's just, I'm, I'm just being me, and they go, excuse me, did you say something, sir? Will you step in the room and drop your pants? Uh, so I've just got to bite my tongue and, um, six yeah. hours, though, that's a long time, I've got it? a tip for you at the airport as well, when you arrive. Oh, yeah. Okay, so when you arrive at the airport, yes. basically you don't have any rights as a um as a foreigner no now if you assault one of the security guards what yeah you ha if you assault one of the security guards yes. then you will get your you you have rights so basically right. let's say they detain you for yes. 14 hours or so yes. you have no rights to do anything right. but if you end up assaulting someone or doing something against the law then you're read your rights and you have the right to make a phone call once you're arrested. Sarah, thank you for that. That's, it's, it's strong advice. I don't think I will be uh, uh, attacking any of this stuff. Who knows what's going to happen, though? <laughs> Travel news now with Alan Joyce. And Anisha. I can't believe you thought that, that Chris went to Amsterdam, and it, obviously, as you do, you walk along that street and you look at those ladies in those windows who are forced to sell themselves for sex and money. And Chris said they were all ugly and 60 or men. Yeah. You, you you are an idiot. Why? Those women, half of that street are beautiful women that could be models, could easily be models. The other half, you know, you're older, you know. Yeah. You, I, you, I mean, I'm shocked by it. I, I, seriously, I've been there, I've been there once, I've been there twice. Who knows? I don't know if I was there twice. That's how crazy those days were. Uh, those women are stunning at one end of the street. And as you go further up the street, they gradually become less and less stunning until you go, ooh. Well, maybe you went in the summer. Yeah, maybe maybe that was it. Maybe that was the. Uh... Have you ever been to Amsterdam, Leon? 
I have, mate. Yeah, I think Chris is right. Is he talking about the end up by the uh, station? Well, one end of it is... Uh, this is so demeaning, but it's, it's what it's what the city is famed for, so I guess we have to speak in that language. One end of the... Because there's that street on the uh, one yeah. of the canals, and one end is uh, ugly women, and one yeah. end is beautiful women who could be models. Uh-huh. I wouldn't let her go down that other end. Maybe... Oh, yes. Maybe. What other reason is there for going to Amsterdam, though? Um, Anna Rayburn will probably know about that. Yeah. Wow, I don't know what that means. I don't want. I don't want you to finish that sentence. But that <laughs> certainly got me intrigued. Anyway, Leon, what can I do for you? Well, yeah, I've got to ask you straight away, son or Kate? Oh, son, come on! <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, did you get some of those emails I sent you? I did. By the way, Leon is uh, our Lost uh, fanatic. Chris, we will be discussing this week's episode of Lost that you haven't seen yet. So um, tough. But there's not a lot that I can say. That I got. I got your name check on the podcast. Thank you for that. It was just, be, they kept it on there, did they? I was, but yeah, I should be uh, speaking to you this Friday. Annabelle e- emailed me. Are you definitely coming on? Uh, hopefully, yeah. Good I've man. emailed her back, so I should be on, yeah. Well, if you don't make it this week, keep trying, and I'll, yeah. I'll put in a good word, because, you uh, know, we've got a good, good run of the series yet. Uh, well, I've got my freaky theories for you for Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, go on. Okay, but you do know some of these already, but yeah. I'll try and find a little bit more out. You oh, know okay. about the Scientology cross on the back. Yeah, the Scientology you, cross, yes. But do you know what it means when it's turned upside down? I do not know that, no. It means, apparently, a mark of deep respect for your superiors. Oh, blimey, okay. Okay. Uh, and you had the Hinduism... Hinduism? Hinduism? Hin- Hinduism. Yakara and Dharma. Yeah, yeah, we've had, we've had all that. Thing. Come on, give, give me yeah. something new, Leon, for God's the woman, sakes. The woman in the jewellers... Yeah. ...was in the film The Others. Oh, someone told me that the um, woman who is uh, in this episode, the yeah. sheriff... She is in Prison Break. I don't know. I'm only on episode five, season one of Prison Break. Oh, okay, fine. Get to Um, series two, because series two is much, much better. uh, When Desi, you know, Desmond, when he's lying in that paint... Yeah. I think I've sent you these pictures, actually. The the table near him, there's two shiny pebbles on it. Yeah. Now, if you take a closer look at those pebbles... Oh, yeah. They're the same pebbles that are in the hands of the skeletons. Oh, yes. Now, I I saw that, and I didn't want to think about that, because that upset me. Did it? Yeah, it did upset me. Okay. Uh, what about the picture in Widmore's office? Is the not the one with the polar bear? The other side is the same picture as one that Claire boyfriend's got in his flat. Yeah, yeah, he's painted it. Yeah, he's painted it. And last but not least, uh, Lost in the USA has gone up from five point four million yeah. viewers what? to twelve point nine million viewers. When did it get five point four? Not on Desi's episode. Uh, no, it went up, that's when it started going up, and it's been going up, and it's the number Good. one show on a Wednesday night. Good, fantastic, because I was getting worried that they were going to pull it. Yeah, so was I, so apparently they're not. So. I'm going to I'm going to be in America next week, and I'm going to watch Lost on American television as it's transmitted. I'm really? Ve- I'm very, very excited by that. Have I missed much tonight, because I've just come out of a Masonic meeting? Oh, you've missed, oh, you, the first hour was brilliant. Was it? If we had a woman phone up, quarter past uh, eight. What time does this show start? Seven? Eight. Eight o'clock, seven o'clock. Yeah, seven. Seven, o'clock. seven. We had a woman phone up quarter past seven to complain about Triple M. Uh, yeah. we, we kept her online for forty-five minutes while we. we tra- oh, I'll get that podcast tomorrow. It's a, it's a good one. While we tried to analyse what was going on, and she was go- having a go at me and saying I was rude, and, and but she wouldn't let me get a word in edgeways. And I was on my best behaviour, Leon. I was very calm and uh, very placid with her. So you going to America uh, next week? Yeah. Where, where, where are you going? Los Angeles. Oh, I was listening to one of your podcasts today. You're just off to uh, South Sea Seesaw. To what? South Sea Seesaw or somewhere in New York. Oh, South Sea Seesaw. <laughs> 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 and do you know what? 
This right. is this is a ref- this will mean nothing to any new listener. This was a long time ago, and we did the daytime show, uh, and I was going to New York, and people were recommending places, and a guy phoned up and said, "You must go to Southie Thethol." And do you know what? I went to Southie Thethol, and it was all right. Is it good? Yeah, we had a spot. Going, it? it was all right. It wasn't brilliant. We had a spot of lunch and we looked in the gap, you know, and that, that was what we did. But yeah, Southie Thethel. But whoever put the, the letter S <laughs> in the word list? I know, it's cruel, isn't it? Leon, listen, I'll maybe speak all to right. you later on. Good fella. Yeah, it's good. Southie Thethel. I forgot about that. We had, we had like, we, I think we got a week's worth of shows in those days out of Southie Thethel. Yes, Tony. Hello, mate. Uh, I spoke to you on Friday. You're the karaoke dude. The karaoke dude. How did it go? Basically, you were running a karaoke, and you were uh, blaring us out in between the songs. Sorry about that, but it was an experimental uh, project, but uh, like- now we know how to do it. We was running it for a system, and we, we kept losing the contact with the radio station. You were a, so. a bit far away, a bit weren't disaster. you? disaster. But at least we now know how to actually rig it up. And, uh, we obviously would like to try it again at some point. Oh, do it again. The thing is, you missed a brilliant phone call where, where a guy, uh, was calling in, telling us, explaining in great detail how he'd missed out at four separate stages in his life on having a threesome. Fantastic call. Right. It was a really good call. And you, you, you came (laughs) to us just after we'd had it and you'd missed it. Right, well, I'll try Apparently, I'm just being told. Yeah. Chris is typing on my screen. It will be, when is cream, Chris? Do you know when it goes out? Sundays, Sunday evenings. I thought it was Saturdays. No, Sunday. Anyway, there's Cream, which is the best of LBC, and that phone call will be, uh, in Cream. Oh, brilliant. That's, that's good. Tony, stay there. I'll speak to you after this. Sorry, sir. You can now. Okay, Tony, we haven't got much time. What can I do for you? Ian, I'd like to ask a favour. Can I try it again this Friday? We're working Friday oh, yeah. in Camden. Yeah. Can I try it? Are you, are you you're, obviously, you're telling everyone that you're going to America, but they'd actually know that you're coming to South End to, to surprise, surprise <laughs> us on their karaoke. That's a little secret. We're not going to mention it on the air. Uh, yeah, of oh. course you can do it on Friday. Can I, can I give you a call? But you, yeah, I was about to say, you have to give us a call and let us know how it goes. Yeah, of course. All right, Tony, okay. speak to you then. Good lad. He's going to be... Can I ask you a favour? Yeah, go on. Can I? I'm, look, I'm looking to find my old schoolmate. His name is Stephen Shaw. Okay, have you tried this? There's a brilliant thing called uh, Friends Reunited. Friends Reunited. Okay, I've got a feeling that he actually listens to LBC because um, his father used to obviously ring in quite a lot. Okay, and I'm just wondering if he's listening. Stephen Shaw, to, if he gives you a call and he can get in, in touch oh. with me. Okay, well if he's listening, I'm sure he'll sure give us a call. Or you can try friendsreunited.co.uk. He's never heard of that. That's that's freaked me out. Right? Uh, Lurkio, Ian, where are you? I'm I'm on the M11. Oh, okay. You'll just... never guess what I just see. Oh, uh, wow. Okay, go on. I was driving up, and there was this car with its bonnet up. Yeah. And in front of it, there was this other car. It yeah. seemed pretty random. Yeah. So I kept driving. Yeah. Lo and behold, Leo Sayer is chasing some fella up the hard shoulder, trying to hit him with a wheel brace. You are t- talking nonsense. Leo Sayer is not chasing someone up the hard shoulder with trying to hit someone with a wheel brace. He is. It looks like his car's broken down, someone else has got involved, now he's chasing him up on the half shoulder with a wheel brace. Lucky, I suggest you phone Heat Magazine immediately. I do not believe for one second that that... Leo said, I don't even know what wheel brace is. I don't think I know... It's not the, the thing you take the, the, the bolts off with, is it? I thought it was the, the wench. That's the wench? Do you know what you've just said? No. No, you don't, do you? That, that thing that, that, that... Right. That First of all, that's a jack. And oh, you, then you mean a winch. Because a winch is an old, is old language for a bawdy old woman. Huh? Use, use the word bawdy. Chris didn't know what bawdy meant. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, Ben? Hello? Yes? How are you? Good. Uh, where are you? 
I'm doing the wireless. Oh, yeah. Um, can I be put on air, please? You're on the air. Oh, am I? Yes. <laughs> well, um, I was, wonder- I was wondering, um, if, uh, any chance you've been to Finsbury Park? Yes, I have, yes. And what do you think of the area in general? It's all right. I used to live in Endymion Road. Pardon? I used to live in Endymion Road. Oh, did you? What a coincidence. Yes, it is. I'm going to cut you off now. Okay, then. Yeah. What a lovely fruitcake. Let's take, uh, one more. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello, Ian. How long are you going to America for? I'm going next Tuesday, and then I'm coming back the Tuesday after. So, a week. Oh, wh- oh right. What, you working over there, or is it a holiday? It's, I'm working over there. Oh, right. Oh, best of luck. Thanks very much. Okay. Bye-bye. These may be calls trying to become Clive's first call of the night. Let's see. Yes, line two, you're on the wireless. Yeah, oh, hello. Is that Ian? Yes. Hello, darling. Um, do you know what? The weirdest thing I've seen on the M25... Yes. In the fast lane, very quickly, I was, I was passing on the inside, which I shouldn't have done. I'll keep it quick, because I know you're going through the news thing. Um, I actually saw a chap, and, uh... Oh, have a good time! If you missed the show today, it's Saturday night. Oh, it's... that. Completely muffed that up. Uh, OK, that's it for me. Clyde Bull is on next. I shall be back tomorrow at 7. Thank you.